many firearms are in the apartment? 14. I did not kill her! You did I, kill I her! I did kill her! I did not intentionally mean to murder my wife! I killed my fucking wife, okay? I killed my wife! We're not gonna get an argument here. I'm just trying to figure out why. That's what I'm Scott, we're recording right now, okay? Um, but by Washington State law, I've got to ask you a couple questions first, okay? Can you read that red sign for me out loud? Streaming is being audio. I think you're recording. You know, I have your permission to do that. That's fine. Okay. Um, just, I, what I need to do is just go over a few formality stuff, okay? Because this is initially an investigation. I want to make sure I got your spelling of your name right, okay? <laughs> Spell it, is, spell it, your first name is Skylar? Look, spell that for me. S-K-Y-L-A-R. And your last name? N-E-M-E-T-C. So, I'm sorry, say it again. N-E-M-E-T-C. Okay. And your date of birth is? July 19, 1994. Okay, 94. All right. This is in reference to case number 1428911132. I'm Detective Todd Jordan. This is my partner, Detective Bernard. All right? The time now is, the uh, date is uh, the 16th of October, it's 7.18 p.m. And these are all formality stuff that we have to go through, okay? Uh, another one of these formalities, I'm going to read this to you, okay? We're just, this is a part of the investigation of what happened in your home, okay? So this is another one of those formalities. Before making any statements or... Uh, before questioning or making any statements, I want to advise you of your rights. You have the right to remain silent. Any statement that you do make can be used as evidence against you in a court of law. You have the right this time to talk to an attorney of your choice and have an attorney present before during questioning or making these statements. If you cannot afford an attorney, you're entitled to have one appointed for you without cost to you and to have an attorney present at any time uh, and any question or making any statements. Any question or making any statements. This is the one I like. You may stop answering questions and ask for a turn at any time during the questions and making the statements. Do you understand those? Okay. All right. I'm going to write your name right up here, Skyler. Okay. What I want you to do, because I just read those to you, write by one, two, three, four, five, right here. Just put your initials in there and then read those and answer those two questions, okay? Just, yeah. Is photograph? No, yeah. We'll get that. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay, and then initial by your, yeah, that's perfect sign up. And initial by your two answers there. And my partner's going to sign it, and then I'll sign it away, okay? So tell me what uh, what happened tonight, Scott. Today I got back, I'm sure, I'm in the military, and mm -hmm. today, I've been here for like two years, and today I got back from Yakima Training Center up in Northeast Washington. Mm -hmm. I got back about three o'clock. My wife picked me up then. I've been gone since the 27th of last month. So I just got back today. A couple weeks then. Yeah, it's been like three weeks. Got back today. Um, wife picked me up, got in my truck, we drove home. Um, downloaded all my gear onto the porch. And we just, we visited for like an hour and just 
I missed her so much. This time was different. This time, there was something different about this time. I missed her a lot more than I had before. How long have you guys been married? We're about to, we're about to be two, uh, about to be two years. Um, but, anyways, we got home. Or some pizza, just try to relax. I'm just, I haven't slept in a couple days because I've been working nonstop. So, uh, yeah, I get home, eat some pizza, watch some movie. She works for a company called uh, Granite Transfer Transformations. It's like a construction company. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, she's, she works for the managers there. And uh, so uh, she said, uh, well, she gets paid on her own time because she works, she, whatever. So. What do you mean, what, she does her own hours? Yeah, she, she, it's a, whatever you call it, system. It's like, a, she calls and. She calls and just talks to her boss and she works with the management. Mm -hmm. And, um, so anyway, she just said, uh, I'm going to work for like two hours and call some, um, I don't know what the fuck, how they handle all that. I don't know anything about it. I don't know all that shit. Okay. Anyways, she, so I'm like, okay, so she goes on, she was talking on the phone with a couple of, employees or whatever and she was going because she also we i got her an imac so she can like do videos and like make videos to like promote the business mm -hmm. whatever. so she was making a video or whatever and anyways i was gone for those usually when i leave i leave her like a firearm or at least i some sort of security or just sure. or I, I tell a friend you know that i'm leaving and so this time I had a, a DPMS AR-15 that I bought last year for her birthday. For her birthday, mm -hmm. it was just me and her. I bought her that for her birthday. Anyways, I left it unloaded. This is where I was so confused: is I left it unloaded with a magazine away from it in the closet because she doesn't know how to use the safe and all that. So I left that in the closet, and I told her, "You only touch this if you need it." And when I get home, I'll put it away because I'm I'm home. So. Anyways, I got home. We, you know, I didn't even think about any of that. I, was, I just relaxed and finally she went to work on computer and talked to employees and whatnot. And I, and I just thought to myself, oh, well, I'm home. I'm just going to go. I'll go unload the rifle and I'll put it away because she doesn't need it anymore. So there's the front doors right here. You kind of walk around, and there's a spare bedroom in, my, in our in our bedroom that me and her sleep in the bed mm -hmm. with. Anyway, she was in the spare bedroom that we use for when I do stuff on the computer for work, or she calls employees. She goes in there because we have a computer and it's silent. She was in there, and I left the rifle in there because the safe is in that same room. It's a Cabela's safe. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just trying to get it as accurate as possible. Sure. Okay. So I went into the room, and I took... I was behind her when she was on the computer. I right before I said, right before anything happened, I looked. I was just like watching. I looked over her shoulder and I was looking what she was doing. Computer and I was like, you know, you're really cute. I told her, she, you know, you're being really cute right now because I just think it's cute when she works and stuff like that. And so I took the rifle and I, I took the magazine out. I took the magazine out and I, I, I don't know what the fuck happened. Like. I didn't charge it. I didn't pull the trigger or anything. I, I hit the safety. I turned the safety from safe to semi because I was about to charge it to make sure it was clear. Even though when I gave it to her, I knew it wasn't around. So here, I think that when maybe when I was gone, she might have 
put around in the chamber maybe, not knowing what she was doing. And so I don't know what the fuck happened. I did not pull the trigger and I didn't, the magazine was not on the weapon. I put the weapon on fire, it was on fire, so it had the probability of firing the weapon. And I don't know how the fuck it went off, but it went off. And it meet. What's your wife's name?
I mean, we got little victims, and she's like, but we never, I've never laid a hand on her in my entire life, and I never planned to. I never, I never, I never. So how long were you guys, you on the field for almost a three? From the, the 27th of uh, <coughs> September. September to uh, today, I left this morning, I left it. And how many times, how long have you guys been married? We got married on um, March 7th of 2013. March 7th of 2013. Yeah, so four, more, four five, five more months and we'd be two years. Okay. And so, how many, so much more. Yeah, how many times have you guys been deployed in that time? When, I, when I got here, my unit had just gotten back from deployment within two weeks before, and we had been on yellow cycle, so we don't deploy anymore. Okay. So, I mean, I mean she has been married a little over a year. So, in that time period, how much time yeah. have you guys been away? Um, we were we've been together before we got married. We were together, but not marriage wise. Yeah. And uh, I've been gone for I've been gone for months at a time, and then I went I went to basic, and I was gone for whatever the fuck yeah. time that was, whatever. So you guys like high school students? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I've never since I've been her cousin. I've been friends with since I was okay. twelve years old. Oh, okay. Our so whole families are in, intertwined since we're little kids. Okay. It's really deep for me. It's my families. Well, I was just going to, you, you said that you missed her this time more than you normally missed her. I mean, yeah. was there something going on that made you miss her more? No, I think the last few times, the last, I went to NTC and Sunnydale for Yakima last year and like some other like little things to meet you on my own post. I, and usually I always thought like, oh, this is good for us, you know, like we had a little bicker minute the other day. So I think it would be good for us to get a little, mm -hmm. couple days apart. But this time it's just like... When I left, I just—I I knew I was gonna miss her. We, did, we were just seeing so good, and I loved her so much. And I was really sad to leave, and so was she. When I saw her, I remember when I got in the truck after work, she was just had the biggest smile on her face, and I, I was trying to—I was trying to fight my smile away. But and that was today, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, any of my friends, when I talk about her, I always talk great, great things. I love her so much. <laughs> I would never open anything like this. Oh no! No, this time I just I don't. I just really miss her a lot more this time. Yeah, you can. I mean, you just wanted to be home more, or what was that? I just I miss her. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Which um, we known each other for about three years. Yeah. The other day, when I on October fourth. And then that day, yeah, I was just, I was just really missing her. No. No, stop the argument. Did the, uh, was she missing you too? Yeah, she told me she was just missing me a lot. <laughs> Have you guys ever, uh, um, she ever had some guy at work that she talked to or anything like that that made no, you upset? I, no, I trust her a hundred percent. Right. I, she, I would never, ever, ever do anything she didn't hurt anything and I know she wouldn't either. It's it's solid. It's it's really good. I know for a fact too. I've known her for so long and I can read her like a book and she can read me and it's just <laughs> This isn't this kind of stuff that's supposed to happen people like me and her. No, you're right, it's not. <laughs> 
but there was nobody at, uh, you, when you got home, you guys were just hanging out and, and just eating some pizza and stuff. There was no bickering or anything like no, that. No bickering at all. I was, I was just so curious how she was doing and just what she did and how work was going. She was wondering if I was okay out there, if I got sick or anything. She was asking me a lot if I got sick. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Do you guys have any beers or anything when you got home? Yeah, that's one thing I'm going to say. When I got, uh, I didn't expect this, but when I got off, uh, when she came pick me up, apparently one of her friends, she asked one of her friends, she got me some alcohol. But I, didn't, I hardly drank any of it, and I remember she got some cinnamon, I don't even know, I don't really drink that much at all, like ever. Mm -hmm. And she got me some cinnamon shit. Called Fireball or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what it's called. Anyways, I had, I literally had like a little, like it was like probably like a glass like that big around, like mm -hmm. that tall, seemed like a regular drinking glass. It was probably like that much, and I poured the rest, filled the rest with Red Bull because I was really tired. But I didn't want to go to sleep because I want to talk to him so much. I remember I drank that, and that's all I drank. Mm -hmm. Did she have anything to drink at all? No, she didn't. She doesn't. She doesn't drink at all. Like that's her. That's her rule. She does not drink at all. She doesn't smoke. She doesn't drink. I smoke cigarettes when I'm out in the field, but right when I get home, I usually smoke like whatever I have left, and then I quit. And then, drinking wise, I, I rarely, I really rarely drink ever. And I love being in the military, and that's like, I want to be in the military my whole life. I'm like. I don't want. To, I don't. I don't want to leave it. Well, I don't. It's important uh, to me as my wife is. Right. You know. I'm. I'm just saying is that we're. We're not in the military. We. Are we both. I mean. I. I was in the military, but we're not worried about the military. Right now. We're just trying to get the basis of what everything that happened. Ask um, I don't know what else you want, but just so ask me point. Um, yeah, I am going to ask you some point blank questions. So at no time was there that she didn't have a boyfriend or anything like that while you were deployed, no, and you guys weren't fighting over that. No, no. Okay, no, no. was there anybody yelling inside before the gunshot happened? No, 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 no. Was the TV up loud? Because there was some, you know, your name. Yeah, the movie. Uh, I was on AMC. On I was watching GI Jane. Mm-hmm. Whatever the hell that is. But I was on loud, and I had that probably on like 40 on the volume, and that was kind of loud. And then immediately my dogs, once once it happened, they started barking because they were really freaked out. And I never hit my dog. I never beat my dogs or anything. And they, you know, they aren't beaten, and like they hear one loud thing go off, and they're like, they're freaked out. Yeah, it was the, it was probably the TV though because really? she, was, she yeah it was probably was because she. But so you've been gone. But so right right after it happened, right after the the fire the the gunshot, I was I was I was freaking out. I I didn't I didn't know what the fuck to do. I'm trying to get this done. You're 19 or 20. You're 20, 20. She was 19. So um, you've been gone since the 27th. So about three weeks. Yeah. And you, uh, you guys, you haven't seen each other for three weeks, and you sit down, and eat some pizza, and have a little shot, and then she gets on her computer and does some work. Yeah. After exactly. being away from each other for three weeks. Yeah, I mean, I told her, yeah, you go ahead and work because when she, I told her like work an hour or two because she gets paid for that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, go ahead and work for an hour or two. I'm gonna watch this movie. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna hang out with my hound dog. I got a hound dog that I'm absolutely like best. For. I'm glued to, mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, I was like, yo, go, go ahead, call, because she had to, she didn't actually, she didn't actually work, she had her, her video up, but she was calling people to make sure, I don't know what she was calling about, but she was calling uh, clients or employees, or I don't know, she was calling people to business, and I said, yeah, go ahead, and yeah, while I was watching the movie, yes, I did have it on loud, and while that was going, it's probably still playing right now, I know I'm going to. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's a 60 inch flat screen. Yeah. So I don't, it's just kind of a long stereo on the bottom that's connected to the TV. It's like part of the TV. It's just kind of loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I, I'm telling there was no argument. There was no argument. There was no bickering, anything. I remember the last thing I said to her, I went into the room and I said, You're really cute. You're really cute. And then. I just inside my head I was thinking like oh well, you know I'm just like oh she doesn't need this little I'm just gonna put it away because it was on the bed because she said hey this is out and I put it she's like I put it on the bed she's like you can put it away and I didn't even think twice about it and then uh, I thought to myself while I was watching the movie I was like hey she doesn't need this anymore so I'm gonna put it away. Uh, I'm is that where you normally left it on the bed? No, my firearms. When I'm home. Not when you're home. When when you leave. No 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 no. Where was that? When, when I left. Usually I don't even have a firearm, but this time I just left one out because she has her own and she's going to shoot so I thought she knew how to use it. No, it, on the, so when you walk in the front door, there's this spare bedroom that has the computer in it and there's yeah. the other bedroom that has just our uh, Kelly King bed in there. It's in the closet, she, she keeps it in the closet on her side, hidden some when I was gone. She put it in there, I don't know, I think it was just sitting there on her side of the closet. Mm -hmm. And then, but you went and got it and brought it into the computer room? No, she brought it into the computer room. You saw Early, it? Like, yeah, like 30 minutes before, she brought it in the computer room and was like, hey, can you just put this away? Or whatever, I don't remember what, exactly what she said, but she said, I don't need it, put it away, whatever. Sorry, I'm trying to get copyright a little confused. Yeah, go ahead and ask. So, it's, how many firearms do you have total now? Go there real quick. They're not all mine. Well, how many? Just I'm just curious as to how many you have there. Even if they're not yours, how many firearms are in the apartment? Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. How many? How many rifles? Six. Six rifles. So then Most the of them hunting rifles. Six yeah. rifles, okay. And um, so the rest are handguns? Eight handguns? No, there's six rifles and then there's um, three shotguns. Three shotguns, okay. And then there's six handguns. Six handguns. Wait. There's... It's easy. I can't really... There's... It's, it's okay. We're not in a rush. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's six handguns. Okay. I know for a fact there's six handguns. Okay. And there is... One, two, three, four, five, six. There's six rifles. Okay. I might have messed up on the total number. Okay. So well, six handguns, six, six rifles. 15. And then there is... <coughs> 
there's three shotguns. Okay, 15 total. So are they all locked in a safe or? Yeah, they're always locked. They're always locked I have in a Cabela safe. safe. They're always locked. I keep the ammo separate and ammo okay. cans locked. Or they're, okay. they don't, I don't have locks on the separate ammo cans. And then, so she and has she has the one she has the one AR, right? Yeah, she has one DPMS AR-15. It's a 5.56 caliber. It's a semi-automatic. Okay, and that's the one that you leave out for for personal safety while you're gone, home protection while you're gone. I usually don't, but this time I did. This time you did. Okay. And so, when she has it for her protection, she stores it in the closet. Yeah, she. Okay, how I left it for an hour. I told her is okay. So on the on the weapon, uh -huh. there's there's the magazine. Okay. The magazine well on the side. I have what's called a bird cage, okay. which is a secondary magazine well that holds mm -hmm. the magazine, but mm -hmm. it's not inside the weapon. Okay. So I have a thirty round I'm magazine, a thirty round magazine that holds in the the bird cage. Mm -hmm. And I told her just keep that in there. You don't need to have it. In the she way. just have it in the birdcage. Yeah, and, I and told then her, where did she keep it in the house? It was in the. Um, there was other magazines for that weapon that are loaded, mm -hmm. but I don't remember where the hell they were. I don't remember. I don't know where they were, and she kept it in the um, in our closet. She in, kept in it our bedroom, in not bedroom not closet. in the office. Okay. And she kept it on her side where her clothes are on the right side. Okay, so. But I, she like I've seen it like when, after we went like not hunting after we went shooting one time it was unloaded and she just put it in her okay. closet right there. But so, this so. time it was almost positive because right when I walked in I think I remember seeing when I laid down my bed is right when you walk in the bedroom where the king bed is right in here in front of you. You turn right there's a closet and it was right on the right side in the corner. Okay. On her side of the closet. Okay. But yeah. So so it was so she takes it. So this is the part where I'm getting confused. She takes it from there into the other office, and then yeah, she becomes part of the way. Thirty minutes before this all happened, she took it from the closet into the bed into the office. Okay. And she said, "I don't need this anymore. I just put it away." Okay. Just so does she not have a combination to the safe that she wanted you to put she, in the safe? Or I've told her before, but I don't think she knows it off the top of her head. Okay. So that's what I'm trying. That's, I was just trying to figure that out. Um, I've told her before, and I've. I was just kind of wondering why she'd bring it in the office and just not say, "Hey, the rifle's out. You might go and throw it in the safe." Yeah, that's what she, she took it from the bedroom, uh -huh. put it in on. There's a blue blanket on the spare bedroom where okay. the computer is on the spare bedroom bed. She put it on that. She said, "Hey, can you put this away?" Okay. I don't need it anymore. Okay. okay. So and I didn't think much of it. I said, said yeah," and then not till thirty minutes later, I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, she doesn't need it anymore. I'm going to go put it away. Okay. And then I went in there. And, yeah. Okay. Let's go, and this is a hard part for this guy, I know, but tell me about the part where you went in there. Um, and this happened. So you had a hold, you, you picked it up, and she was on the computer. Okay, so the magazine was in the, ma the birdcage. Okay. I took the magazine out of the birdcage. Okay. She was sitting on the computer. As she was sitting on the computer, I was like, oh, you look really cute. So on the computer, and I took the weapon, and my, um, I had unlocked, I had not unlocked the safe yet. Actually, I can't even remember if it's unlocked or locked. But, okay, so I walked in, I grabbed the rifle, the magazine was still in the birdcage, took the magazine out of the birdcage, and I was gonna clear the weapon because I was gonna put it back in my safe. So, 
I don't know why I clear weapons every day, all the time. I'm like, but this time I put the we the weapon on fire before I charge the charging handle to make sure the chamber is clear. And when I put it on fire, just I don't know if I fucking like hit I th I, if I hit it against my leg or if like I hit it with my finger in the I don't know what the f it hit me with such surprise I didn't know what the fuck just happened. Like sorry for my cursing, but. You have 15 weapons in your house. You're pretty familiar with weapons, right? Yeah, I've been shooting weapons since I was, shot my first weapon when I was four years old. I've been shooting, firing weapons my entire life. I've been hunting my entire life. So you, you understand how they work? Yes, I do. So and that's why I don't understand is why the fuck I would make such a simple mistake by putting the weapon on fire before I shoot. Well, kind of my job and my partner's job was to make sure it was a mistake. Mm -hmm. And that and that's kind of where we're at. We want to make sure that, that if it was truly was a mistake, then it was a mistake. But some things, uh, I know you're upset. Yeah, I've been doing this job longer than you've been alive, so I mean, I get that, right? But you've, you've changed your story twice since we've been sitting right here, and I just want to make sure my point I'm not lying about anything. I'm not saying, Scott, you are. It, it could be the fact that you're upset. And, but boy, one thing you got to do is before you start talking, is, is listen up a little bit, okay? Because that'll help you make sure you're answering the right question, okay? And then that'll help us understand, make sure that we're following what you're saying too. So initially he said the gun was in the, in, and it could be just confused, but initially he said the gun was in the office and then, then it, later on it was in the bedroom and you brought it in there and then the, there's no. other magazine. No, hang on, just I just wanna make sure we're understanding. Okay. So she brought the gun into the office and said, put this away. About 30 minutes later, you decided that was the time to put it away. The magazine was in the, the uh, attached birdcage on the yeah. side of the firearm, right? Yeah. Okay, so you, you took the magazine out or you left it in? In, in, the, in the, just when you were gonna clear it, when yeah. it was in the birdcage. Yeah, the magazine was in the birdcage, okay. okay. I took the magazine out. I remember, I remember for a fact. Mm -hmm. I took the magazine out of the birdcage mm -hmm. before I tried to clear the weapon. And the birdcage is attached to the side of the receiver, nowhere near yeah, the breech of the gun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's next to it. But there's no way from. Make sure you're listening to me. Okay. No way around from that magazine that's in the birdcage could get into the, the chamber unless it was all prior. The round was already prior there. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But here's what I think is because. There was, I had multiple magazines loaded. I think what happened was she, when I was gone, she had, she had put one of the weapon or something, or she was messing with it. Because I do not leave a weapon with a round in the chamber. Mm -hmm. I don't do it. Even for my personal safety, even when I'm hunting, I don't leave a round in the chamber. I just, I don't do that. So I think she must, I, I think she messed with the weapon before I got home. Mm -hmm. Like not knowing, or maybe she got bored one day, or I don't know. Well, that's when you talked about that. You said when you left on the 27th of September, yeah, you left it unloaded with the magazine away from the rifle. And then when you so when you came back today, it obviously wasn't in the same condition as when you left, correct? Yeah, that's why I think, and I that's why I'm saying is some I don't. She had a friend over, I think, during the sometime. But I asked her when I first got home, like, you nobody was like digging a rifle through a stuff was there, and she said no. So I think she just got so, curious. Did you ask her that? Did you say, hey, why? I that was when that when the fire went off. Yeah. That was the first time I tried to clear the weapon because that was the first time I touched it since I left. Okay. So I think. 
Okay, and then, well, the only other question I have, so clearing rifles in your lifetime, how many times have you cleared a rifle? And especially an AR style rifle. I got my first, I got first AR type rifle as M16 semi-automatic when I was 11 years old. I've been clearing it since that. I've been in the military since two, uh, late 2012, so I've been clearing it for since then. Even no army school, weapon school. So how many times do you think you've done that function drill where you've had to clear it? Like how many times in total? Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe a couple thousand. A couple thousand. And in that clearing, have you ever put the selector switch to fire? Oh, I'm sure. Some I'm sure. I put. I mean, even today, I turned in. I turned in three different M4s into arms when I got back from Yakima. Okay. And I don't even remember that. I probably. Because when you when the bullet's forward, but the mm -hmm. weapon is already charged, you can switch the weapon from safe mm -hmm. to fire. Okay. Well, I'm just I'm just asking because I was I was never in the army. I've always just been a cop, and so when they teach us to clear our rifles, it's always on safe, drop the mag, yeah, clear I the rifle. Why this time so right. that's what I was saying. Have how many times did you? Is that do they teach on the army to slick the selector switch to fire before you clear it, or is it put it on safe, drop the mag, then clear it? It's on safe. It's on safe. Okay. So what? Uh, why today did it did it get slick? Why did you what happened today where you selected the fire? I don't know. I When you've been deployed before, have you ever had people come over and mess with your stuff? Any of her friends what come over mean, and mess? Uh, at my house. Yeah, at your house while you're gone. Did, have you ever found that your stuff was out of out of touched or messed around with by her friends? Not that I know of. I really, I really trust her. You know, I don't pay attention right. to those kind of things. Except for today, you just said that no one was in here messing with our stuff, were they? So you just told Not me that five I know. minutes. She ago. did have a friend over, but I don't think she was messing with anything because you I just asked, 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 asked her that. But why would yeah. you ask her that if no one's ever done it? Just because I don't usually leave a firearm at home, like out in the open for her. So I asked her beforehand, hey, like, you mess with it. I asked her, you like, I asked her, do you mess with it? And I asked her, because she has a friend named Carrie, and I said, oh, well, she mess with it because I didn't know if they were, if they thought, oh, let's go shooting or what, or, you know, well, let me show you what my husband got me for my birthday back in January or what. It just seems odd to me that uh, you're gone for three weeks. First thing you do is eat pizza, have a drink, and watch a movie while she's doing some work. You don't have any, uh, um, Time just the two of you. No, we but, did. But so and, then, and then you tell me that there's a, you know, she didn't know if a okay, friend came I over. So. We had sex. Before, we had sex during the day, and we were hanging out on the couch, and we probably cuddled for a solid forty-five minutes, just cuddling on the couch, and we laid back on my bed, and we were just talking, catching up, and we cuddled on my bed. A few okay, Scott. This is. I know. I'm not trying to get into your intimate details, but it's, it's very important that you need to tell us it's everything like because what it makes you look like is your lying son. And I don't want you to. I don't. I don't want you to, to look like. I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be able to tell us everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that was a big hole that I'm trying to figure out. Because I know it. Uh, even an old man like me, when I get home, that's not what I'm thinking about eating pizza. But after I've been gone for a while, sorry. Um, so I just want to make sure that we got everything figured out. You know, and we're not missing anything. But it is kind of strange to me that if no one's ever gone in there and messaged your stuff before, that that would be a question that you would ask. I don't know. I'm just, 
I don't know, I'm just anal, I guess, because I don't, the, here's why I asked you, and I, I think I just, I think I just said this, was I don't usually have a firearm at home for her, but for this time being, I, she had one that I think she knew how to use that she'd gone out shooting before, so I thought, okay, well, maybe I'll leave this one for her, I don't know. Because recently, in our apartment complex, I just feel like it's really ghetto, and I'm not a racist person, I'm just saying that it's kind of ghetto, and I don't, I don't want anything to happen to my wife, and I, I worry, I'm not worried about her doing things with you, I'm worried about other people doing things to her, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, so... I just, I was just worried about her. I think that was my main thing, and I think that's why I miss her a lot. I was just so worried about her, like, I was just worried. Go ahead and ask, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought by this. No, no, it's okay, man. We're just kind of, we're just kind of chilling. Making sure we'll figure it all out. out. If you don't mind. You kind of just take me through, and, and and don't leave any details out. What's your homecoming was like? So she, where does she, you know, from like you're telling us a story, and from when she picks you up, kind of tell us what happened. I parts a lot. Yeah, I mean you don't have to go into the details, but just kind of, just like you're telling a story, a chapter at a time. Okay. So, so it makes sense to us. So 4:30 this morning, I woke up. Got ready, I was in Yakima, I went and geared up my truck, got all my stuff strapped down. I texted my wife, I was like, hey, I'm leaving Yakima, I can't wait to see you soon, or whatever. I think, I'm pretty sure I texted her, or I, know, I think I called her from my buddy's phone, because I don't have service in Yakima, because I have Sprint. Anyways, so, we left Yakima, I didn't, usually when we got the field, I don't really text her or call her too much, because it's just... I need to work and she understands and mm -hmm. it's just easier if I just don't. But she knows it's all okay, so that we're really trustworthy, so it's not that big. I need to change my shirt. I'm tired of looking at this fucking blood on my shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have to take a picture of you before we do that though. Yeah. Um, just because. Okay, so I was even, we did, it was me, my squad leader, and my driver. We were running skeleton crew back from Yakima to here. It was about a five hour drive. And, uh, when we got back, I remember during that time we were talking about my wife, because I have a guy that's also in my squad that he's just always, always arguing and just with his wife, and he's always complaining, he's always talking about like, cheating on her and stuff, and like, I remember I, I tell him, like, how can you do that, man? Like, how can you even think about those kind of things? Like, I remember the night he got hit in the mouth by a tootsie, which is a, a cover that holds some water around. I remember that night, or like the next morning, we got in a fight because, well, not like a fist fight, but like an argument, because I was like, how, I was ticked off, like how he can treat people like that, and how he can treat his wife, and like, anyways, so he went home, whatever, and so finally we got, we were driving back, I hadn't talked to her since that morning, and the, and the, and the night before, I, I texted her the night before on my cell phone. Tell her, Mister, and let's come back and we'll see her. And, uh, yeah, I'm hard of hearing, buddy. You gotta speak up just a little bit. Anyways, so once we rolled into JB Long, we went through Logistics Gate, Exit 123. I texted her and I was like, "Hey, I'm on JB Long," and um, she told me she was on her way to come get me. And I was like, "Oh, well, you might want to wait a minute because it's gonna be a few hours." Cause I have to turn on my 
SIN, I have to clear my truck and I have to clean everything real quick. It's going to take probably about two and a half, three hours. But she already knew that because she'd done that. Um, so she drives anyway. She's really excited to see me. She parks at my uh, CP, which is pretty much my building that I work in. Anyways, so I remember I got all my stuff out and I like, quickly, I was like the first guy, I ran all of my stuff over my truck and I jumped my truck and I, I gave my wife a kiss and she just had the biggest smile on her face and I was just trying to smile too big because I still had to go back to work and gosh, I miss her so much. She was wearing probably more makeup than she usually wears, but it's fun. Um, anyway, so I went and did my work. I turned some SI, I turned my weapons, and that's why I was saying I cleared M4s that day. I cleared M4s today. I probably I cleared exactly four of them. Four of them. I cleared my two, and then I had a buddy turn them in. He didn't clear them right, so I cleared them and I gave them to the armorer. And um, just turning my M4s, turning my 240s, turning my fucking my more tubes. Finally, I get out. We have a little conversation with the company commander. We have the first sergeant there, and we have a. Uh, Everybody from our platoon that said, don't drink, don't drive, or I mean, don't drink and drive, don't beat your wife, don't beat your kids, don't beat dogs. And if you have a problem, call one of us for help, whatever. And I was thinking to myself, well, I'm just going to, and you know, I heard there was some talk about the platoon, they're all going to go to Hooters and they're all going to drink beer or whatever, get and bottomless fries or whatever, and I was just thinking to myself, and I actually texted my buddy John, because he was seeing what I was doing, and I was just saying, well, I'm just going to stay at home tonight and have my wife. Yes, I think exactly the words I said was just like just gonna hang out with YV some pizza, watching TV, just relax. So anyways texting that that this is like while I'm this yeah, so anyways, so I get off work, we're driving home, we're just talking, whatever, just talking about how I was doing. She was excited because she told me she shampooed the carpets and she really wanted me to see him because I got a hound dog and uh when he was like younger, he used to like pee on the carpet, and like I was gonna be like, oh my god, and like stay in the carpets and stuff. And, um, I we were always talking like, oh, we should go get a carpet shampoo or whatever, and like. So when I was gone, she borrowed one from a girlfriend named Carrie. Anyways, so I got home. We got home together. And she helped me carry my stuff up. We put it on the porch because it was kind of stinky. I hadn't washed any of the stuff in a few weeks. And I went out on the porch, shut the dogs out. They all came up with my, I have a little, uh, it's about a year and a half year old, little like, little mutt, little tiny dog. It's a little lap dog, but a little cutie. And then I got a, about an eight month old uh, black snout hound dog. And that's like my buddy, he's like my cuddle monkey. And, um, so I said hi to the dogs, they were so excited they peed on my boots. Mm. And um, yeah, did that, hung out with the dogs for a little bit. I came back inside, we sat on the couch, we were just, we just kind of talked about how her work was going or whatever. And what I was interested, like, because I hadn't seen what she actually does for work yet. Because she kind of, she got the job kind of in the transition of me getting ready to go out to Yakima. So she actually has only had this job for about four and a half, five, like probably five weeks. So I was kind of just interested and uh, she was telling me about that. And um, 
Anyways, we, so I was like, oh yeah, well, why don't you show me? And we went into the bedroom and or the computer room, and she just showed me some of the a couple of videos she put together. And uh, she likes to she used to cheerlead and she likes to cheerlead, so uh, she was showing me some videos and some stuff she'd recently done a few weeks ago before I left of a, a guy we know back home that traveled up, travels around and he helps like flyers be cheerleading. Anyway, so I was watching a video and I was like impressed like what with what she was doing. I was I I don't know what it was. I was just today when I got home I just felt I don't really like apartments, you know, but like today for some reason just being around my wife and my dogs and the house is clean, she was working, she was busy, you know. I just felt really good. Like I say it was a good day. I just felt really good. I was once again, I was this is the happiest I've been in a while and I just great day. So we were sitting there, we're talking and um one thing led to another, we're cuddling, and then we end up uh having sex and um after that, we go, um, we, uh, I go take a shower because I still haven't showered until like last night. I've only taken like two showers. I've literally only taken like two showers in the last like 20 some days. So, anyways, we had sex and then I took a shower and, um, she rinsed off real quick, I think, but she didn't get her hair wet. And um, yeah, we went out after that. We went to the living because during like right before we had sex, I ordered a pizza through the Domino's app. Mm -hmm. Right when I got home, and uh, so waiting on that, and pretty much right out after I got a shower, put on some clothes, and immediately the person was there with the pizza or whatever. Got some food. We uh, brought it in, put it in the kitchen. I remember, and uh, right when I brought the food in. For some reason, like my hound dog was just really excited. For some reason, I brought it in the kitchen. He did, he's potty trained now, but for some reason, I don't know if he was so excited to see me. But I brought the food in the kitchen. He peed on the carpet and he was so excited. He was like howling and like groaning and stuff. Or you know, I don't hit my dog, so I was like, oh, well, you gotta go outside now. So I put him on the porch for about 15, 20 minutes, and um, during that time, me and my wife. Went and sat on the couch and I was watching the movie G.I. Jane on AMC. I think it was AMC. And, um, anyways, we watched that for a little bit. And I was just kind of zoning out. And she had gotten me that, um, cinnamon alcohol, whatever it is. And, um, she'd made me a little drink of that. And it was like some, uh, Whatever I had like that, it was like a little dash of that, and I'd sip some Red Bull because I was about to pass out. But I really wanted to talk to him, so I was like drinking a bunch of Red Bull. Anyway, so we were cuddling on the couch, just watching the movie after we ate, and I was like, oh, well, want to go work on your work or whatever. So you know, when I get tired, I'm gonna bed. So because I still got work tomorrow, I have to be I have to be there at nine in the morning. I got a late call, so I don't have to go do PT, but I still have to be there. And uh, she's like, okay, so I'll be working for like an hour, call some clients, and I'll be done. Yeah, speak up again, buddy. I said, I'll go. she's like, okay, well, I'll go call some clients or employers. I don't remember what she said, but, and then uh, I'll be done. We can go lay down, go to bed. So she goes and does that. 
or she goes in there and then she's there for like maybe a couple minutes and then she goes like hey, and she goes I see her walking out of the bedroom she grabs that it's a it's a AR-15 rifle and it has like blue on it because she likes the color blue and she brings it into the bedroom she's like hey can you put this away we don't need it anymore and um I'm like yeah but I kind of just say it off in the corner of my eye because I'm watching tv just kind of zoning out because I'm so tired and my root my hound dog Ruger is lying with me and uh so about like 20 maybe 30 minutes later like Oh my god, okay, I'll go do that right now because my dog was all bouncing around. So I get up and go do it. I walk into the, uh, I walk into the, um, uh, office. And, um, the rifle's on the, on the, on the bed. And it's on the, it's on the blue blanket on the spare bed. And, um, it's got the magazine birdcage. So, you know, I'm, me thinking maybe she didn't miss or whatever, it's probably still clear. So I um, take take the, it's a, like a 30 round magazine, I, I take it out of the birdcage, I put the weapon on fire, and I took the weapon out, I took the weapon on the um, buffer tube, and one hand on the stock, and I hit it against my leg, like my thigh, because I was that's just how I do it. Like I just I put the stock in my thigh. And I'm gonna jack the I'm gonna jack the charging handle. I'm gonna check the chamber. And I did it like this. So it was like level. And when I did that, it went off. And Were you directly behind her? Or I was I was directly behind her. And it was just I was directly behind her. I remember I came up in a room. I was like, oh, you're so cute. And I grabbed the rifle and I was about to clear it. And my little dog Cooper, my, uh, it's like a, the little rat terrier thing. He's sitting on the bed, just watching me. He's just looking at me, and um, it goes off. And I, I even, I even know the thing. I mean, I've never had a negligent discharge ever on ranges. Never like, and and. Um, I pretty much lost the raft. I didn't, my I was spinning. I didn't. <laughs> I I took the rifle and the hand, the rifle was still in my hands, and I um. And I looked at the rifle and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I looked at it and there was no magazine in it, and I was like, well, "Obviously, there's around the chamber." I mean, that's an obvious fucking thought. Like, so I go into the bedroom. I go into the other bedroom because I see what just fucking happened. And I can't, I just, I just, I take the rifle and I throw it into the closet, into the, into the, um, mm -hmm. the, our bedroom closet. I throw it in there. I don't know why I threw it in there, but I did. I threw it in the bedroom closet. And, um, oh, when I first, I forgot the, the safe. When I first got home, um, before we had had sex or anything like that, I remember I walked into the bedroom because I was look. I was right when I walked in, I took off my boots, I took off my ACU top, and I was walking around the house because it's so clean. And I was just looking around, and I noticed that my safe was unlocked, and I almost vividly remember locking it when I left. I vividly remember taking before I left taking the weapon out of the safe, 
in the, I didn't put them in the magazines. I had them next to the rifle, but they weren't in the rifle, in the closet. And um, it was, I remember locking the safe before I left. And when I got home, that was one thing I, that's why that tripped up, is the safe was unlocked. And I just pulled it right up and I was like, you, why is the safe unlocked? And I was, and then I asked her, uh, you know, who'd you have over with? I, I said, who'd you have over? And, you know, what did they met? Did they see your rifle? Did they mess around with anything? And she said, no, nobody touched anything. And I, I, as far as I know, the only person she had over was her friend Carrie, mm -hmm. which is a friend of mine's wife that lives on JB Lone on the main post. And uh, I just thought, oh, well, I, vi I, like, I vividly remember locking it, but, I, but at that moment I was just such an, I was just, oh, I guess I messed up or something, or maybe she unlocked it and didn't remember, or I don't know. So I didn't think too much of it because everything was still in there. There was nothing missing, nothing was loaded. It was all in the same place. So, yeah, so I closed it and I locked it. And this is right when I got home. And then all that stuff I just told you that just happened. So, and then later on, after all that shit happened, and I threw the weapon in the uh, bedroom closet, and I didn't, I didn't know what to do, like. Did you call 911 right away? No, right when it happened, literally within, right after it happened, like there was smoke in the air. And my neighbor, um, he's, I think he's in the military also, he knocked on the door immediately. He was sat there for maybe a couple seconds because I was just, I was just so, like, I didn't know what the fuck just happened. So. Do you remember what you told him? Yeah. Yeah, probably, yeah, I think so. Right when that happened, he knocked on the door and I was like sitting there and I saw my wife's, I saw my wife's body in, the, in my office chair. And, um, I, I like froze because I, I can't believe, I couldn't believe that just happened. And, um, so, and then my senses came and I fucking, I went and answered the door and he, he was wearing a white t-shirt and he was my next door neighbor. I remember him because I've seen him multiple times come, come back from work at the same time I do. And I remember he, he said, I, he, I think he said I heard a gunshot and like, are you okay? What's going on? And I said, and I told him, no, it's not okay. I said, I said, no, it's not okay. I think I think my wife. I, I said my wife's hurt, and he said, I, "Is she okay?" And I said, "No, I think she's. I think she's gone. I think she's gone, because when I saw her, she was her body was. She wasn't moving, and her, she wasn't moving, and." I called her name like at least twenty times, and she did not move. And I went, I went and grabbed her, and I, I tried to hug her. I tried to hug her, and I was saying her name, and nothing happened. I remember I grabbed her, and I put her face in mine. And I said, Danielle, 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 and um, I don't know what I couldn't, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't cry. I remember I, I just thought to myself, I'm such a bad, I'm such a bad person, I can't, I'm such a bad person, and I'm not even crying, and I, I was just saying to myself, I'm, I'm evil, I, I'm evil, like, who, 
what did I, what did I do? Did I do something wrong in the past? Or the karma committed? Is God mad at me? Like, so that happened. He came, and I remember I went. After he asked those questions, I said, I have to talk to somebody. I have to, I have to talk to a cop or a sheriff. And I immediately said, I want to talk to my chaplain. Right. And we're gonna, we'll make sure we get a little somebody for you. Like that. The, um, one of the statements that we got initially that uh, you might have said that she shot herself cleaning a rifle. Is I what never somebody said, said that. that. Somebody okay. said that? Yeah. That, that, that's no, what it never said. happened. Okay. I, it was in my hands. Okay. It was in my hands. It was in our hands. Okay. And you're telling me it was an accident. You weren't mad at her. No, I was. No, I was not. Did you? I, I, I guess this is the point where I'm going to ask you some point like questions. Did you? Were you mad at her and you shot her intentionally? No, I did not. Okay, and it was I an accident. Yes, it was an accident. I did not shoot my wife intentionally. I love my wife so much. It, I'm surprised that I, when he when when he came in, I actually like. I don't think I fainted because I knew what was going on still, but my like my body just gave out. I just couldn't stand. Like I don't think I was just it was the adrenaline or what it was. But when he came to the door and he was saying uh, my neighbor was saying at the door, I remember looking at him and I remember just thinking about it. Just finally, just like clicked what the fuck just happened, and my like my body just gave out. I don't, it wasn't fainting, but because mm -hmm. I was still like awake. It's just knees got weak. And my knee, down, right? my knees got weak. My body got weak, and I, I just hit the ground hard, and immediately I, I was just thinking, why, why couldn't, why her, why, why her, why couldn't it be me? Like, how far away were you from her? You think? Um, let's just say, probably the width of this room. No, shorter than that, because if she was sitting at a desk, it's probably like five feet. See, so, yeah. Can you describe it to me? So, if this is the room. Let me draw it out. Or? Yeah, if you don't mind. So I can kind of understand. Yeah, so I can kind of get an understanding of where you're at when the rifle went off and where she was at. Scale, but just yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so when you walk in, this is the front door right mm -hmm. here. You walk in, there's this little area, and there's like a little tiny, little, like 12 foot hallway right here. Anyways, so the rifle was right here. When if and this is, I'm just trying to get it straight to mm -hmm. when it happened. 
Anyways, walked in, grabbed the rifle, took the mat, whatever. I was standing probably, I was standing, I was in the room, but I was about right here. In the chair? And she, and she, this is the chair okay. right here. And this is where the desktop is, and she was mm -hmm. facing the desktop. And I was standing in the doorway, I, I mean, or I was like, I was, well, the bed comes out to like, it's kind of a big bed for that little room. So the corner, like right when you walk in the corner of the bed, it's like right next to you. And there's like a little tiny slot in between the closet and the bed that the safe like barely fits in by like mm -hmm. a half an inch. So I, you know, I grabbed that and whatever and I cleared it and or I failed. I was, probably about, I was probably about five feet away. Okay. On the computer, um, was she doing her work or was yeah, she talking she, to somebody? No, she did, was on the Did you see the message on the computer? Uh, what? Did you see the message on the computer? There was a message on the computer. I'm asking you, did you see the message on the computer? No, I mean, when I when I walked in, I thought she was on granite transformations. Right. Nothing that would indicate that there that she had some uh, boyfriend or anything like that. No, like, no. She wasn't I having never, an affair. I never, never that. saw anything like no, that. No, 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 no. Well, are you insinuating that? No, I'm just asking just because, asking. Uh, I, you know, I'm not at the scene. I didn't go to the scene. I came yeah, straight no, here no, to meet nothing, you. Nothing from what I saw or anything led to me to think that she was cheating on me in any way. So there was no jealousy issues? There was no jealousy well, that's issues. Where, you know, sometimes when jealousy happens, it makes you act irrational for a split second. And you do I something understand. that you normally wouldn't do. Um, but that wasn't but no, the case. Yeah, that wasn't the case. And okay. I remember around, I walked in, I told her, "Hey, you look cute." I was like, "Oh, you look cute." Okay, so she wasn't like Facebook in or. No, I, I'm almost positive. I remember seeing the, the granite thing, so I'm almost positive she was on granite transformations yeah. or company website. But not like there's not somebody she would be talking to there, granite that that she may like or something or that liked her. I mean, she's only been working for about four or five weeks. I would. How long has she lived here? She's here as long as I have. She moved in about the late late March of 2013. How's she doing adjusting to living up here in Washington? I know some the first couple months hard. were a little hard, and I remember right when we got here, I took her to Seattle to kind of get a little taste of what Seattle was like. And mm -hmm. my family's actually my mom's side of the family's actually from here. They're from Renton in the uh, okay. Seattle area, and we actually have a a beach house up in Commando Island up mm -hmm. north. Anyways, so, you know, me and her, we go there, we go hang out with my grandma, we have, she's very good friends with all my family. I mean, she tech, she talks to my family, mm -hmm. even, even though I tell her I, she doesn't need to or whatever, like, but she does, she's very good friends with my grandma, my aunt, they're all cooks, and, you know. Um, but no, no issue ever in your whole relationship of her ever having a boyfriend or you ever having a side girlfriend? No, I have never, and she knows that I've never done anything with another woman. But has she I've ever? I've never even talked to another woman. Has she ever had a boyfriend other than you, like since you guys been together, or she kind of likes somebody a little bit and make you upset and jealous? I mean, she had an ex-boyfriend, like a, like right when we first like moved up here. That but that was like from like two three years ago. Mm -hmm. But you didn't see anything where she was I, communicating I, with him at all. Not that Nothing that, that would make you upset. No, um, but I had met him before we moved up to Washington, and they were still they were friends. But I remember seeing him because he worked at a Safeway back home, and 
there was nothing, there was no issues. I remember they were friends, and I think I knew him beforehand because of no. school, no. but I didn't, there was no issue. Um, again, like, my, one of my best friends that I grew up with since I was, you know, like, elementary school was uh, her cousin. So, you know, and I, you know, because I knew her family before I actually knew her. I've known her family for a long time since I was a little kid. I didn't meet her until I was about seven. Scott, let me tell you about what's going to happen, just so you know. Yeah. Is, uh, and uh, what we're doing is because it's a, 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 a death investigation, uh, we have to do a... Is, a, it, is this, she's, she's gone? She's gone. Um, they're doing a search warrant of the premises. And they're going to include the computer and uh, get all that stuff off the computer. So if there's anything in there that uh, it, you might have seen that would indicate that that she was having an affair or anything that made you upset and jealous or that you intentionally did this, we're going to find that. And I'll just tell you that it's always better to come up front and say whatever the facts are yeah. uh, instead of us finding it later. Yeah. And I'm not trying to paint you into a corner. I don't want you to say something that wasn't true, but I do want you to tell me the truth. And I want to make sure that we cover every aspect of this, okay? Okay, I'm telling you the truth. Now, if, if she was talking to anybody, I wouldn't know about it because I don't, I, I'm not that, I'm not a snooper. I don't snoop around. Like, I trust my wife. Mm -hmm. I really do. I trust my wife. And it, if she was, I'm telling you, I would not know about it. I'd, re I'd be really disappointed to find that out, but. Hey, Scott, I'm not saying the fact that she was. I'm just saying that if you had that information and it mm -hmm. upset you, and you, uh, just out of the pure passion of just anger and frustration, you did something that you're going to regret then you need to tell me now because we're going to find that she then we may not find anything uh there it may not be that evidence there however if it was there our computer guys that are a hell of a lot smarter than i am are going to find that stuff and so if there's something that you saw this is your opportunity is what i'm trying to get to you scholars okay. to go ahead and tell me okay. and you and and we'll go from there. I'm not trying to uh, talk bad about your wife or any of that. I'm just saying, if there was something there, you need to you need to get it, tell me now because this is your okay. opportunity. Yeah, on the computer, I've never I barely even used a computer. I remember there was one time way back on her cell phone. I remember I was I just had a really bad dream that she had she had talked to some guy or something. And I woke up and I looked on her cell phone and I was looking. I, I opened it up and I looked at her text messages and her only text messages were to like me and her sister Ashley. Mm -hmm. And um, I, you know, I wish you back to bed, but I, I'm. What's your cell phone number? My cell phone number is. And what's her phone number? Hers is seven zero seven. Okay, hold nine five. Okay, it's yours. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure I didn't hear you wrong. Yeah, it's okay. pretty similar. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm telling you the truth. I don't know anything. Any here's a but. I have a question too. Mm -hmm. If there was something that popped up, why would I get in trouble for that? I mean, well, I, I'm just saying that what it does is, is uh, um, it kind of shows motive for something that looks kind of bad. You're you're what we would call somebody that's uh, um, uh, not a novice by any means, but more into the expert of uh, handling guns. You have 15 guns in your home. You uh, are in the military and you use M4s all the time, and you have a DPMS, which isn't a cheap old uh, throwaway pistol or rifle. It's a pretty quality gun, and to uh, put it on your leg and it, um, you know, 
put it, the weapon accidentally on fire, not clearing it with your expertise, and then a round is discharged hitting your wife in the head. This is uh, that doesn't look good. So there would, if there was something that was there, they would kind of understand what's happening. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm asking you. Is there a lie detector you can hook me up to? Absolutely, we can do something like that. It's called a CVSA. But what I'm trying to get at is, uh, and you may not be some, but the thing is, I don't don't mean disrespect you by calling you some, but I'm just I'm old, so it's easy for me to do that. But what I'm what I'm saying is, is that giving up information now is your best opportunity. Uh, to, it absolutely helps you. If we find stuff, then and the physical evidence in the house isn't quite matching your story exactly. As we keep seeing, I get a text and stuff. It's not actually happening by physical evidence the way that you're indicating it. So I want to make sure 100 percent. How it is, how I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it would 100. And, and that's sometimes that's explainable. However, I want to I want to give you every opportunity every absolute opportunity to tell us the truth. My partner and I want, want we only want the truth. We, we don't, he and I never accuse anybody. We're not talking bad about your wife. We're not talking bad about you. We just want to find out the truth. And sometimes what happens, Skylar, is that people do, they, the way they want, it doesn't matter if they do it intentionally or subconsciously, they always want to shine the light brightest on them. So it makes it look like, hey, it really wasn't my fault. Everybody does it. He does it. I do it. We all do it with life, right? We do that. We always shine the light brightest on ourselves, even when we admit some fault. We always, But the, the fact is, is if there was something going on, you found out something, and you were angry, and this happened, now is the time to say it. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. I want to make sure that you, you understand you need to talk to my partner and I right now. This is your opportunity where we can help figure this out, get it all square. And then... You know, uh, unfortunately, your wife uh, has passed, and we want to make sure that we we're here for her memory, right? That's what our job is. Is we want to make sure that everything is done right for her. Yeah. Can I go to the bathroom first, and then you can ask? Do you need to go to the restroom? I've had to go since I was in the in the car. Yeah, but what, one second. You have, can you have your city phone? I don't. Mine's in there. Can we take a photo? Can you stand up and photograph you? And I'm going to collect your clothes and hand you this. Uh, do you want to um, just put them on the wall? Uh, sales no, they're not. You can ask me yeah. more questions. Yeah, yeah, I, I will. I just need to take these pictures real quick for you. Okay. So just stand right here. Look at, look at me. My buddy's going to be the photographer. He's the I'm going to do like a 360 around you, okay? Well, actually, I can't go around the room, so it's small. I'm going to just stand next to you. Just step right here a little bit. Two for a second. Right. I want you to hold both hands out like this. I think that's my would have been. It was for that's okay. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to see this. Hands a little bit closer together. Let's go to right there. Okay, then roll them. Let's put them a little bit closer together. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna get a close up on your face for you. This turns sideways for me. Is it blowing my face? A little bit. Just gonna turn back towards me. Turn back towards me. There we go. 
Like in the face of what mind is. Just let me check real quick, make sure I got everything. Are you in armor as well? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, cool. What? Hmm? I just was wondering, because you're, you're pretty knowledgeable about guns. I'm, I'm one of the firearms instructors here, so I, I got, when you're talking about guns, I could tell that you just, something on yeah, just hang one second. Yeah, um, uh, actually, I need you to do it on another sheet of page. Well, in the, in the, um... Oh, you want to show me on this? Yeah, I was going to point out. Okay. When you walk in this bedroom that it happened in, mm -hmm. if you look inside this closet, there's, um, just some other stuff I have. I have, like, because, like, one of my hobbies, and on top of it, there's, like, a little armoire with a TV. Mm -hmm. I have, like, uh, AR-15 parts because that's like one of my hobbies. I'll build AR-15s from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, there's like probably enough to build a couple in there. And there's um, there's I have like TA-50 in there from work in there. And then I have what's a TA-50? It's just like you know your pouches, your mm -hmm. duffel bags, bags, whatever they assign you for the military. Are you supposed to have it? You're a little nervous about that because you weren't supposed to have it. I don't. No, no. I'm. I'm supposed to have that. I'm supposed to have it inside my house. But most of that is actually on my porch right now because I brought. Yeah, we have officers standing by. There. Don't worry about that. With my ruck and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll square that away. But that's what like, I'm real, that quick, real quick, for since we're all sitting. Home. So you said you put it against your. Okay, so can you can you demonstrate just how you how you did it? Were you did you right squat hand, down or were you? No, I was just like okay. this. Like if, if you were. So, so Daniel's over here. She's facing the computer. Uh -huh. I went like this, and I had the sock like this, and I went like that. Like my this hand was on the buffer tube, and this hand was on the foregrip. Okay. It has an angled foregrip on it. And I was holding it, and I went like this, and I hit it on my thigh. And when I did that, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if I, I don't know how the hell it happened, but with the end beforehand, the weapon I had on fire. When I hit it against that, it went off. Can you raise your pant leg up? Is there, you hit it hard enough to just no, put I didn't, the, I didn't the mark? I didn't you know, fall down. I mean, just freeze it up, whatever. That's blood right there. Right. Did you have your shorts on? Or you just had your no, own? I had my shorts Hang on. Hang on real quick. Let me grab okay, the drive down for a second. No, go ahead and leave your shorts. I don't know where that's from. What? Leave, leave, however they normally are. You don't know. I mean, keep those up with your underwear. You don't have to pull your underwear out. Oh, okay. right there. there you go. That's what I'm Okay. All right. I'm gonna stay right there for a second, but I do uh, get a paper sack real fast. Ah, no, not right now, but so there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of things. Like I said I know this is probably rough night for you, but there's a lot of stuff going on right now. A lot of things that we got to get through. I'm sorry. Keeping. Yeah, I have to apologize. This is my job. This is what I do. So. so. I really do respect, like, please, I respect the government aspect. I don't know why this. This is. This isn't supposed to happen to me. Okay. So what we're gonna do, uh -oh. is I want you to put all your. Books all of them, and I'm going to hand you this Tyvek suit. 
be able to see your butt, so move over here. I don't want to stand in front of Go ahead. Take me.
so we don't want to wrongly accuse anybody of anything or, or miss something in, in that aspect either. Probably get in trouble anyways, no matter how I tell the story. Well, so people handle these things. You know, if you watch TV, you, I can see why you'd say that. But in real life, it's different. In TV, they figure shit out in 30 minutes. If I work through, even if I work through the commercials in 30 minutes, I can't figure it all out. It's going to take some time. We have to, we have to go through that. We got to figure out exactly where you were standing, where the uh, bullet struck your wife, um, why it did, all those things. You know, the computer is still intact, so they'll be able to find that. We'll go through that. We'll go through the phones and stuff like that. Part of that search warrant, we'll, we'll look through phones and make sure that, you know, and I'm not accusing you of doing something wrong, but, but what I want to say is is that it's not all adding up to the, the physical evidence right now. What the trajectory. Story, what kind of story like this would add up? Who, well, one is that's uh, Well, it depends. If you're asking who does it happen to if somebody intentionally killed their wife or does it by accident? It doesn't happen that often accidentally. It doesn't mean that it's not. It just means that it hasn't happened that often. There's some there's some issues with the uh, bullet entrance and bullet exit, and the, the where it's at and where you're saying isn't quite line, lining up. You know, I want to make sure that I'm understanding where I'm you where you're standing, where the trajectory of the round. You understand trajectory of rounds. You're yeah. a gun guy. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. So some of those things just don't quite add up, Scholar. Can you explain? But which way did you, was it? Which barrel? Do you remember? It was the barrel. It was up. The was weapon was down. The weapon was, was level with the ground. As level as far as, as far as I can remember, the weapon was level. So the ground. weapon was level with the ground. So how tall are you? About five seven. About five seven. Yeah. And so, so when I hit that, that, when I took that thing and I hit it right here, and so was it here or was it your thigh? I don't remember. This is why I need I need like time to like just relax and yeah. there's a lot for me to handle. Sure, sure. But we but we gotta we gotta figure this out. Yeah. And um, so the weapon. So which way do you think the muzzle? I, I thought it was on my thigh. Mm -hmm. it, it was so. I remember I remember how it went off. I hit it on myself. Mm-hmm. Was I your think, finger on the trigger? No, I I can't remember if it was or not. I don't think it was. You don't think it was because you don't want it to be, or because in probably fact... Could, probably because I don't want it to be, but it might have been. Yeah. It might have been, even though I don't want it to be. I, I fucked up. Yeah. Are you a good soldier? I'm a good, I try to be as good as... I want to be an NCO. I want to lead soldiers. I'm a good... You can ask anybody I work with. I'm a good... I'm a good quality guy. We work... I'm not the guy that's going to sham at work. I'm going to bust my ass if I have to. Like, that. I'm not gonna leave one of my buddies behind and go do a detail by himself. I'm good. I try to be a good soldier, at least as I think so. I try to be. I try to be nice to everybody I work with too. You've been nothing but polite to me, man, and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I hope that we're, we're showing you the same respect. Yeah. Cause you're a quality uh, professional soldier. As far as I can tell myself. Yeah. And how long have you been in the army? I joined November seventh, two thousand twelve. And uh, so, oh, December. Uh, that was my first day. My yeah. first day in the U.S. military was November seventh, two thousand twelve. Yeah. And what rank are you? I'm an E four specialist. E four. And uh, are you testing for your E five soon? I was hoping to. I become eligible in um, yeah, 
Yeah, and about like middle of January of 2015, I became eligible to get my E5, but I've been studying for the last three months already. Yeah. Is that something you want to be? You want to be a professional soldier? That's I want to be in the military the rest of my life. I got nothing else going for That's what I like. I just like it. It's too, it's too easy. It's too easy of a job for me. It just To me, it just comes too easy. Yeah. And it's fun. Was it an easy life for your wife? Yeah, she... I th that's what I was getting at earlier, is at first, when we first moved to Washington, I think because of her, it was her first kind of time being away from family and just with me, it was a little hard. So I took her out to Seattle. Yeah, kids, uh, yeah. yeah, get used to kind of just watching and drove around a little bit. But after that, I mean, for the last like year, we've just been really good, like really good. And she want to make the army a, a career. Yeah, I told I I would tell her about hey, you know, I'm thinking, I'm gonna re up, you know, maybe we can go somewhere different, maybe we can go. I mean, we we talked, and I really wanted to go to Italy because I wanted to go airborne, mm -hmm. or I wanted to go, and I want to go to ranger school too. And you want to be a ranger? I, I wanted to go to ranger school. Is that what you want? Don't want to go. I mean, you may yeah, go. I see, I mean, I want so that's to go what to you want. You want to be a ranger? That's something I want to do. I want to go to ranger school. And you know, I told her that, and she was very supportive of that fact. You know, I told her, oh, well, you know, sometimes schools can be from ten days to you know three months, and she she's fine with that, and I'm fine with that too. I trust her. She trusts me. I love her very much. I know she'll be there when I get back. So, um, and you're sure that's the life that she wanted? As far, the way she told me, and she used to, when I, whenever I'd leave, she'd text me. And actually, if you look, when those people look through my phone, that text will still be there, the one that she sent me the other day. It was about three text messages as long as how much she loves me, how much she supports me, she would do anything for me. And, it really meant a lot. I was really busy when she sent me that. It was, I think it was like later at night. I remember I was really busy. And I couldn't, I couldn't say much. So I, you know, I said, oh, I love you, you know, thank you. And, um, but I kept thinking about it and I was just like, oh, she, you know, this, this girl is, I love her so much. She, she's more supportive than I And when I first joined the military, my, Parents weren't very supportive of that, you know, just parents in general, I guess. I don't know, if, just not very supportive. And, you know, I, I had, I've been with her for a while and she was very supportive of it. And she still wants, she wanted to stay with me. And we've been talking about, you know, just staying together for a while. And we ended up getting married. And, you know, and then she had the struggle moving over there. And then, but then she got used to it. And we just really did. What's her family going to say about you guys' marriage? Um, well, her family is really. Um, her mom died when she was about two years old from a disease. I can't remember what disease it was. I think it might have been cancer, or it was something. It was a weird. It was a weird. I can't remember what it's called. Her mom died when she was very young. Okay. Before so she didn't really. Who in her family? She has constant so, contact. And her dad wasn't around her entire life, so she was end up raised by her stepdad Michael mm -hmm. and her grandma, his dad or his mom I mean. Um, and it was in her grandma that she grew up with, she died when she was like I think fourteen, because I remember seeing it in the newspaper and it was a family friend because I was friends with her cousins. Mm -hmm. 
And, um, but she has a sister, Michaela, that, um, she has a sister, Michaela, and she's 17 or 18. Yeah. She has contact right there? Do I have contact? No, does she? Is Danielle? Yeah. Yeah, they, they stay in contact. Her and Michaela don't get very much along because Michaela... Well, so would she know, would Michaela know if, if Danielle was having an affair? I don't think so. But she hasn't... Uh, she has another... My Danielle has another sister named Ashley. Mm -hmm. And she just got married about two and a half, three months ago. And she went on honeymoon to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And she... They talk? Yeah, they talk all the time. She actually talked to her today when I got home and she actually was uh, doing the FaceTime or whatever mm -hmm. it is. And she came into the room when I was living on the couch. Danielle did and she was all excited because I was home. And she was FaceTiming Ashley, her sister. And I was like, oh, don't FaceTime me. I'm, re I'm really tired because I was about to pass out on the couch. And this was right. So on that computer, there's a couple things that um, I want to ask you again about in that computer. And um, this FaceTime desktop. Desktop. Uh, if there's a laptop, desktop, uh, whatever tab, whatever to do on the phones. Was there ever a time that you found a message, or you believe that she was ever having an affair on you? This is super important because I, I just we're out there talking to some other detectives and stuff. The trajectory of that round doesn't make match up from the entrance to the exit wound. Doesn't add up to what you told us. Okay, so what I want to make sure. What it says is it doesn't add up to what you told us. So what I want you to do is make sure you're telling me the right thing. Yeah. If you saw that, she, you're a gun dude, man. You got gun parts there. You can build okay. an AR. When I when I round off, I thought it was on my thigh. I think it might have even been on my breast or my shoulder. I don't know. I remember that round went off. I'm. I know. Don't. When you give well, me that look, it makes me we're just, myself. We're just. We got to sit there and we got to make sure. So we've gone through a couple different things. It was on your thigh, it was in your chest, and that might have been on your shoulder, your finger was on the trigger. Yeah. And, you, and you and I both know guns don't go off unless your finger's where. No, I'm totally, yes. Right, right. Yes, it's, it's got, something's got to pull that trigger to make that gun go off, right? Not yeah. always. I've, I mean, I've heard, yeah. I've heard well, of them me off from the, if you hit the stock pretty hard. If you hit the stock pretty hard. I've heard of them going off. But it has to be something harder than a thigh. It has to be hard ground, concrete, right? It wouldn't just go off from being slammed into your shoulder, right? I don't know. I mean, so, Take this, it, take I told a you about the alcohol hey, I drank. Just listen to me for a yeah. second, okay? I want you to focus on this because when I start talking about something, you want to change the subject, okay? So I want you to think about this, okay? And think really hard. Was the gun on your shoulder and was your finger in the trigger well? Did you pull it up here and you're going like this? You I remember? was not aiming down the sights. I know for Well, no, I'm not saying you're aiming it. You know how you hold the gun like this? It's yeah. already, right? Yeah. Racked around that, right? So, yeah. I mean, could that have been how you were doing it? Can you remember, or were you doing it down here, or down here? I think it was on my shoulder. It was on your shoulder? Yeah. Okay. But I know the magazine was not in the weapon. The magazine wasn't in the weapon. Well, there was a fucking bullet in the chamber. That's obvious. Wow. And so this you is the attack me with this. No, no, I'm not why attacking you, man. I understand that, son, and I'm trying to figure out why. And so far, your story's changing a little bit, and, it, and I'm concerned about that, because if you were pissed off, if you're just really mad and you pointed the gun and you pulled the trigger out of a, uh, just a, a, a fit of, of passion or, or rage, that's one thing. But to sit there as a professional soldier uh, and lie to me, that's another thing. That makes you two categories. One guy that had a fucking uh, split second of a stupid mistake or of anger versus a guy that's a calculated murderer. And I want to figure out which one of those you are. 
Okay, so this is the the facts of life, son. Is that Skylar, your wife is gone, and and I know that's not uh, and that's a bad thing. And now, what I want to try to figure out is if you intentionally shot her in the back of the head, or if you if it was an accident, or if you were just really pissed off and you were just saying, "Damn it!" and you had the gun right there, and you're five feet away, and you pull the trigger, and then you go, "Oh fuck!" Now what did I do? Mm -hmm. And I want to figure out what happened. The weapon. I'm almost okay. I think. It was on my on my middle of my chest or my shoulder. It was up high. Okay, my my hand. It might have. I don't remember if it was. That's the thing. I do not. I think you. Okay. I think it was in the. It was most likely it was on the fucking. It was on the fucking trigger because that fucker went off. Okay. But I'm telling you, I there is no anger towards my wife at all. There is no anger. I was. Were not, you playing with the gun and you just was, you no. pull the, the magazine out and you go click because you thought it was going to go click and it went bang. Is that the difference? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah, it went off. And I, know, I know it went off, but did you intentionally pull the trigger and it went off because you were fucking with the gun, playing with it, and you stuck it to the back of her head and you pulled the trigger and you didn't I know that the- I stuck it to the back of her head. Okay, so tell me what happened. The, I was holding the weapon. I took the magazine out, okay? I was, for some reason, Okay, I took the fucking magazine out, I put the weapon on fire, and I pulled the trigger, okay? Because I thought the weapon was clear already. Because it just imprinted in my mind, I thought the weapon was clear because I never chambered it and I never thought she touched it. And there was, there was, the magazine wasn't in the magwell. So I, made me think, why the fuck would there be a brown in the fucking mag, or in the fucking chamber? So, whatever, I took the round, the, I had the rifle, I pulled the fucking trigger when I was on fire, and it went off, and it struck my my wife in the back of the head, and it killed my wife. It did. You're exactly right, Skylar. Why? Why what? Why did Why did you have it pointed at her head and pull the trigger? I don't. What's the number I one firearms rule? All firearms always loaded. I know. And so, what what was your thought process for having the gun pointed at her head and pulling the trigger? I, I, okay, the weapon. Can I stand up maybe? Sure, sure, absolutely. Let's stand up. Okay. So I had the weapon. It was on the bed. I grabbed it. I need you to stand a little bit over there. Okay, okay, there you go. The bed was right here. I grabbed the weapon. I picked up the weapon. I went like this. I took the magazine out. I put it on the bed. I put it on fire and I pulled the trigger. And it went off. And I, it was on my shoulder. It was on my shoulder. It was on the breast. It was up high. It was around here. I don't know why I thought it was on my thigh, but that was just... You didn't think it was on your thigh. You thought the story sounded better, Skylar. I'm not a fucking uh, stupid guy. Okay. And, and I don't want to be treated like I'm stupid. I got a little southern accent, so people right off the bat say, you're a stupid motherfucker. Let me I, tell you this, Skylar. Sit your ass down. This is my fucking house. You put a gun to your shoulder, and you pulled the trigger with a gun aimed at the back of your wife's head, and you killed her. She's dead. That's a tragedy. That's a fucking tragedy. My, my biggest concern right now is, is this a tragedy by accident or did you intentionally shoot your wife? And that's what we're going to find out. And I'm going to tell you, if I find a fucking letter or anything in there that indicates that she was having an affair, it don't look fucking good. So stop the bullshit. Don't say I initially thought. Don't fucking lie to me, man. I've been doing this job for 25 fucking years. People lie to me every goddamn day. I am a human lie detector test. Stop fucking lying. You with me? Right. Then you tell me, be a professional soldier, and tell me right now what the fuck happened. I'm tired of bullshitting you with you. I've been treating you with respect. I want to treat you with respect. I want to treat your wife with respect. 
She deserves that. She earned that. And you are going to provide that. With me? Right. Tell me what happened. I don't think she was having an affair at all. There's no, that mind that was thought was on my mind. Okay. The weapon was on the bed. Took the magazine out of the weapon. The birdcage. Okay. Was it in the birdcage or was it in the, in the uh, um, magwell? It was in the birdcage. Okay. Then there was other magazines for the weapon, but it wasn't on the weapon. There was one magazine in the birdcage. Took the magazine out of the birdcage. I put the weapon on fire and I held it like this. I fired the weapon. Oriented at your wife's head? Yeah. Why would you orient that weapon to your wife's head? I, don't, I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Why would you go outside and I have a, a, a written statement saying that you went outside and you told your neighbor that she was cleaning a hunting rifle and... I didn't and say she was cleaning anything. Two, two statements, your neighbor. She, they said it on the, on the scene and they came down here in a room similar to this and said the same thing. Are you, were you trying to cover up from a fuck up? No, I, I was, she was not cleaning. She was on the, she was on her, uh, our iMac on uh, granite, whatever her, her fucking work that she works with, okay? She was not cleaning anything. I was not cleaning anything. I got her from the couch that I was watching the TV from. I went to go, go, I went to go get the weapon. I was going to unload it and put it in my safe. I took the magazine out. Apparently, it was around the chamber, and I did not charge that weapon ever since I brought that weapon out of the safe before on the 27th until now. I did not charge that weapon. So here's what's going on. Is we keep getting different stories and keep getting different versions, okay? Yeah. And so it seems like, to me, it seems like a cover-up. You're trying to cover it up. You're trying to make it not look so bad for you, okay? So we finally got it out that the weapon was on your shoulder and that you pulled the trigger, mm -hmm. okay? Why was it pointed at her head? Because you're a professional soldier. You know well, about firearms. I'm not professional enough. Well, listen, you know about firearms. They're always loaded, right? Never point out an object you're not willing to destroy, right? and put your finger on the trigger until you're ready to fire, right? So you basically violated all those things that have been imprinted in your head, right? Yes, I So did. why? Are you trying to, because here's the deal, if we figure out that there is an ulterior motive, that goes to premeditation, instead of just a fit of rage. An act of jealousy. Now we actually have planning and concealment. There was nothing planned. Um, what do you want me to say right now? Or what, what, I, what I, kind I of want you to tell you me the truth. I just want to know why you violated all the firearm safety rules when you're a firearms guy. Because I'm a fucking idiot. I, I made I mean, one of those one in ten million mistakes where I was a fucking idiot. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm so the worst motherfucker in Washington Were you, right were you joking around? Was uh, it, were you having there an argument? No, there was no joke. So no joking. What was what was going on in the room that led you to point a loaded weapon, put it on fire, and pull the trigger? It was just spring. I literally dropped back immediately with my shoulder put it on fire, and then I, it, I think it went off when I was. Were you trying to jacket. scare her? Were you no, trying to no, replay around? I never do something. Else. I would. No, I wasn't trying to scare her. I was not trying to scare her. I think I was just moving a little bit too fast than I should have been moving when I picked up that weapon. So then why all the other stories before we got to this one? I, I think it might have just, I was, I don't know, I'm just fucked up because of what just happened. I'm, I'm fucking losing it. Yeah, I get that. 
but and he, hey man, I fucked up. I put the gun on my shoulder. I selected it to fire. I pulled the trigger. I don't know what I was thinking right off the bat, right from the get go. And not this big elaborate thing, because that's what it is concerning me is all these other elaborate stories. Mm-hmm. And it took us what a couple of hours to finally get the truth out of you. When we're not all the way there yet. I, yeah, we're missing that point. Why was it pointed at her head? I think, I don't know why it was pointed at her head, I really don't. It was just, I was, I think I was moving too fast for my own good, faster than I thought I could actually move when I was trying to clear that weapon myself. And... So you take the gun, the magazine out of the gun. You say birdcage, you know, I'm not sure. It may have been in the magazine. So you charge, the weapon's charged, you say you don't, but you leave it for self-defense, right? Yeah, I okay, so you leave a weapon for self-defense, but you don't know if she can charge it because she, maybe she can, maybe she can't. Well, what fucking good? You might as well have left her a baseball bat if you didn't charge the gun for self-defense because if she doesn't know how to do it, the only thing she can do is hit somebody with it, right? So did you charge the weapon before? No. And so you're telling me she charged the weapon, she took the magazine out, she put the magazine in the, in the uh, birdcage, or there was a separate magazine somewhere throughout the house, which we will find, and you're going to tell me that one's missing around. We have, we have there's multiple magazines around the house, because I'll go shooting, I'll just leave them, I'll put them in a basket, or I'll throw them under my bed in the spare bedroom, because I got a bunch of stuff. I'll put them on top of But, um... I did not charge the weapon. That's why I'm so curious as what the fuck was going on. Every gun's fucking loaded, man. I they tell that. every dude. You know how many grunts are in the fucking army that they they have got the lowest IQ, and that's why they're grunts, right? And they and they've got to be able to teach those guys that every gun's fucking loaded until you verify it's unloaded. You're a gun guy. You've got gun parts. You can build an AR. Your your own admission. I'm just assuming that you would at least know how to clear a fucking gun. And it should be by this point in your military career, and the fact that you've been shooting AR since you were 11, shot your first gun when you were four, pretty good memory for an old factor. But all those things, you would think that would be ingrained in your fucking head to, to clear that weapon. And why in the fuck did you point it at the back of your beautiful wife's head? And on that point, we have other people watching, and they said sometimes we missed up. You said that you intentionally pointed it at her head, and I missed that. In this room, and it's on video, saying that you intentionally pointed the rifle at her head. I didn't intentionally point at her head. I, it was in the direction, and I wasn't paying attention to what direction. I knew I was behind her. I knew that she was sitting at the desk, okay? And I knew that you know the rifle was pointing that direction. I just I was not thinking straight. And I just did it out of reaction, just quick. And I grabbed the rifle, cleared it, and grabbed it, bam, went off. And I did not intentionally. Were you that right? so, let's stop right there. Okay. Bam, it went off. You shouldered the fucking gun, put it to the back of your wife's head, and pulled the fucking trigger, I didn't and she died. Purpose. Why did you not? I don't know why you would. That's why I'm asking you. That's why we're sitting in this interview room. That's why we're talking. I'm trying to figure that out because your wife deserves that respect. And if you tell me that you love her that much, then you've got to give her that respect. You might have been in a fit of rage where you pulled that trigger and you killed her because you were pissed off. But she deserves to know, we deserve to know that answer for her memory. She deserves that. So tell me what the fuck you're pointing a gun at the back of your wife's head for. Tell me why. 
Don't give me no bullshit. Just man to man. Nut up and tell me why. I was not paying attention where I was pointing the weapon. And the weapon was pointing at the back of her head. You said a few minutes ago that you intentionally pointed at the back of her head. I did not intentionally point it at her. I intentionally had... In the spur of the moment, I intentionally had it in her vicinity, which... No, it was absolutely pointed at her. The proof is on the living or on the office floor. That's the big hang for her. Why? You're a gun guy. Why would you do this? Why would you clear, clear a weapon like that? I thought... It makes no sense. We're gun guys. We work around guns every day. And I have never yet cleared my rifle when it's pointed at the back of my head. I've never yet cleared any gun when it's pointed at my wife. So why? We get rage, we get passion, we get jealousy. That type of stuff we understand. That type of stuff we see every day. That type of stuff makes sense. But when you have an expert in something, I wouldn't call myself an expert. Okay. Professional with a weapon, and you make this one mistake and somebody ends up dead, it's just not making any sense. You see where I'm getting at? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so we're going to go and we're going to look in the computer, and we're going to look and see if she was contacting somebody, and we're going to look and see if maybe you saw something that you made you mad, and then we're going to contact family members who she confides in and say what kind of a person you were. Mm -hmm. Or you can man up and tell us what happened. Okay. As far as I know, she has never talked to a man, another man besides me. And I'm positive that. I've even asked her before, hey, is everything okay? I know I was gone for about a month. You know how your I actually today I asked her like how your coworkers they don't, they don't hit on you or anything. She's like, oh no 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 way no way. And, you know so I didn't. I'm not gonna double. I'm not gonna second guess her. And in the past I've never even thought about. It. I've never had an idea that maybe she was. I never. I never thought she was, and I never think she is, and I still don't think she is. Okay. I don't. But yeah, you much. still asked. I, no, I didn't. I asked the way I asked probably sound like that because I because she has new coworkers that she's working with, and I asked her if any of them were maybe I don't know how to put this like pushing towards her or maybe were trying to hit on her or anything. I was just asking. Well, her, how did you ask her? You I explain it to me. Just start, how did you ask her? What was the words you used? I asked her if her coworkers are polite and did they hit on you or anything. That's it, like exactly how I said it. Our coworkers played and how did they hit on you or anything? And I was and I was just asking how. And what she said? She said, "Oh no no no, they're all married." And she said, "I wouldn't." And they don't. And they're all yeah. She's like, "Well, they're all married and I'm all married." And, yeah. That was the, yeah. I asked her that earlier, but nothing. And you know, I didn't even think that was just like just came up because I was learning how her coworkers are. I'm just curious. She's curious if you know my people I work with are mean to me, or I just want to see how she's being treated. So I asked her, you know, how are they? Do they hit on you, or are they nice to you? What would you have done? She said, "Yeah, one guy's hitting on me. He's calling me three or four times a day." Well, 
I don't know. I have never run into that problem. So I'm well, what would you say? What if she had said that today? Um, would it make you mad? I would have been upset, but I'm not upset enough to put a gun on her head and shoot her. No, no. I, if that happened, I would not blame my wife for something like that. That. What if she was calling him back? I'd probably leave. I'd probably go to post and I'd probably go stay in a room on post because there's free rooms on post that are in my in my battalion, and I and I've yeah I'm unfamiliar how the place that you can go, but uh, somebody that you love that you miss so terribly, yeah. and you're telling me that if she was calling some dude, you'd just say okay I gotta leave. No, I wouldn't just up and leave and leave like forever. I would, if if that was okay, let's say this was a serious situation and she was talking to somebody. I would, you know, like to know maybe some details about it, if it, you know, whatever. Well, what if she gave you some gory details to it? Maybe it was more than just talking to somebody. Would that make you so mad that you put a gun in the back of her head and shoot her? I'm asking you. She didn't do this. No, as I'm asking you. Figure out because it doesn't make any sense. What you're telling me as a professional <laughs> soldier does not make sense that a gun accidentally went off five feet from the back of your wife's head at a at a angle with, exactly with the floor that took us two hours to tell for you to tell us that you shouldered the weapon and you pulled the fucking trigger. Okay. So I'm just trying to figure out your frame of mind why you do something like that. Somebody that's got this experience that you have that, on your own admission, why you would put a gun in the back of your wife's head and pull the fucking trigger. So I'm trying to get to the bottom of this, man. Skylar, I don't think you're a dumb guy, but I think you're sitting there thinking that fat fucker's a dumbass and I'm getting over on him. You, I have no problem with you guys. I don't understand what you think I do. I don't. I really have no problem. Because with you your guys. story doesn't make sense. There's a huge fucking gap in your story. You're detailed all the way through up until the point where we had to talk to you for two and a half hours to get you to realize that we're smarter than you think, and you shouldered a weapon because the fucking trajectory of that fucking round didn't match up. So immediately you changed the fucking story. That's about the eighth time you've done that. When your story about eight times, when your story doesn't make sense, and you hear it for the second time and we bring something up you change the story I'm trying to figure out why you put a gun to the back of your wife's head and pull the trigger because I took an oath to do my job like you took an oath to do your job and I'm going to do the damn best job I can for your wife because that's part of my oath I'm a homicide detective I have to speak for the ones who can't speak anymore because somebody put a fucking gun in the back of their head and pulled the trigger and I got to find out why. Yeah. And you're sitting in this seat, not this seat. So this seat, you need to tell me why it happened so I can explain that. Because your wife, Danielle, she deserves that. I was, when I said earlier, you, I mean, I don't know if you wrote down, I said I was not looking down the sights. I was not looking down the bore of the weapon. I was looking stop, at the weapon that happened. Stop. You keep changing the story when you realize. I'm just that adding more details. Stop, 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 stop. When you realize it's not working, you change your story. And so then we've got all, we finally got out and it was shouldered, you had your finger in the trigger, because we know guns don't go off without your finger in the trigger. We've gotten all that. We just haven't gotten to the why. And it's, and I can tell, just, just no, 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 just by sitting here looking at you, there's something on your chest and you wanted to get out. I can see it in your eyes. It's like every What's time, it, listen, that, stop, listen to me okay. just for a second, okay? Because every time you finally tell the truth, it's like a little bit of that pressure goes away. You feel a little bit better. And so we're just to the one part where I can see it's on you, man. It's weighing on your shoulders. 
and you just need to tell us mm-hmm. and get it over and get it done with. Okay, so we, know we can had move it there. on. We can take it on your shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And it's respect for her. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, you guys can call me out again. The weapon. Earlier, I said I was not looking at the sights. I was not yeah. looking at the board of the weapon. I was holding the weapon, and it was it was up up here it was up level with the ground it was up high okay i wasn't looking at the weapon my finger was on the trigger i put it to fire and i pulled it because i thought it was empty okay because it, it wasn't anything in there and i hadn't chambered it i knew i hadn't chambered it okay so i thought it would just go click okay. so and again we keep going there okay. and so it's like we keep running into something we know that how many times when you're downrange, when you're training when you're on the range have you ever put the weapon on fire to clear it to make sure it's clear and then pull the trigger? I mean, like if I'm like at a range. If your range instructor is standing right there next to you and they tell you to clear that weapon, are you going to click it on fire, drop the mag, and I'm pull the drop, trigger? I'm going to drop the mag, make sure it's unsafe, charge the handle, and block bolts to the rear, and then I'm going to turn it up inside so you can see it in my chamber. So the instructor can come by and see that, right? Yeah. So, and how many thousands of times have you done that? Too many to count. Too many to count. Okay, so that's what we get. Mm-hmm. Now we have you shouldering it, putting it on fire, and pulling the trigger when it's in close proximity to your wife's head. Oriented in her direction, and, and you know as a firearms guy, and we're firearms mm-hmm. guys, that you orient a weapon down there, it's it's going to go where it's oriented. It's not like you don't have to look down the fucking sights to line it up. You can orient a weapon. From, a, from even from like a hip-oriented weapon and still hit the target, you can throw it up and look at the target without ever seeing the top of the sights and hit the target. Right? We, you know that, I know that. It's no secret. So why did you do that? I really, why I did that, I, when I came into the room and I grabbed the weapon, I thought I was just gonna immediately just, I was gonna do it real quick and then just put it in the safe and go back out of the living room while she was working. It was just one of those things, like, I don't know, today I just been moving fast, because I was moving, I've been up since 4.30, I was cleared weapons all, I cleared weapons earlier today, I cleared four. Any of those weapons you cleared earlier today, those four weapons, those four, the two that were yours and two that were your buddies, that he didn't clear them correctly, did you pull the trigger on any of those once you fucking, uh, did you put it on fire? Well, I cleared take them, them and I did a functions check after I cleared them, right. that was the only time I pulled the trigger. Well, and prior you to your functions check. Did you, prior to your function check, did you orient your weapon towards any person and pull the fucking trigger after removing the magazine? No. And when you did your function check, which way did you have your muzzle pointed? Just kind of like at the wall or at like down at the, like In a like safe that. direction, right? Yeah. Just why, do, why, do we, why do we do that? In case it does go off. In case it does go boom. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I... There's another thing. After the neighbor heard the gunshot go off, they heard the, fl- the toilet flush twice from your apartment. What were you flushing? The um, the alcohol I had. She got me that fireball, and I was just, I just was really wor- I don't know I don't know why I was really worried it happened. And why I, were you flushing the alcohol? What? Why were you flushing the alcohol? Because I'm I'm not 21. And I was just really scared. Your wife was dead with a bullet in the back of her head, and you're worried about getting a misdemeanor ticket. Yeah, no. I was just really, I don't know why. So that kind of brings up another point. When you when you first started talking about it, the gun going off, 
talked about all this other stuff. How long did it actually take for you to run over there? What do you mean? Did you try? Did you try first aid? Did you try CPR on her? I saw it go off. You said you went over there and held her. That was after. Okay, it went off, and I. I, I, it, my ears were ringing and I didn't even hear, I didn't like think of it, I just, my ears were ringing and I looked up and I saw what happened and I turned and I just, white, just, I didn't, what the fuck just happened. I turned around and I went to my bedroom and I saw the weapon and I just threw it into the fucking closet. Okay, and those, and the magazines, I when they were on the bed, I remember I just hit them off the bed and I just fucking kicked them. I remember I was just, so, and then you flushed the fireball? Yeah, no, that was, yeah, well that, I went and I saw, I was just so fucking fright. I didn't want to even touch my wife because I was so fucking scared. I was scared. She's I, hurt. I know, I, when I, okay, well I went up to her, I didn't touch her though. I went up. She's hurt, man. I'm, I think that's the first thing I would have done. I wouldn't have done anything else. I went, okay. Went off. I threw the f- rifle in there. I went in there and I looked at her, and I she wasn't moving. And her head was like on the right side, like that, but she was still facing the computer. And I was I didn't know what the f- fuck to do. And for some reason, some part of me just said, "Oh my God, there's alcohol in my system." Like, and then I don't know why that hit me, but and I, as you said, and you, why am I worried about a little miss? I don't know why, but I just did. I Not only that. But you, uh, uh, first thing you want to do is hide the magazine. Just knock them off the floor, onto the floor, and kick them under the bed. So you're altering a crime scene. You're altering a fucking scene. This tells me somebody that acted out of rage and out of anger. You acted out of rage and out of anger. You shot your wife in the back of the head. And then after you did it, you realized what you did and realized, oh my God, this is permanent. How stupid was I to do this? Now what am I going to do to cover this up? What can I come up with? That's what this tells me. It was not a rage and it was not an anger. I wasn't angry at my wife. Was it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident. We intentionally pulled the fucking trigger. Me Dude. firing the weapon, or me pulling the trigger, me pulling the trigger was not an accident. Okay? Me, the, the, you know, I did not know there was a round in there. Her getting hit with that round, that was that, and I was not, it was an accident, and I was not mad, I was not angry. And it's not an accident. You're right. It was not an accident. You did this intentionally. Because if this was an accident, if you had accidentally shot your wife, you would have dropped a weapon right there, went over there, and started rendering CPA or first aid because you felt horrible. This was an act of rage. You were mad for some reason, and you shot her. No, I'm mad at my wife. And then you went and, and then you went and tried to hide everything to include fucking alcohol and kick magazines underneath the bed, throw the gun in the closet like it didn't fucking happen. Oh shit, it didn't happen. All gone. Hands clean. Skyler. Yes. Your wife deserves the right answer, man. Not this fucking She bullshit. does deserve the right answer. Then tell I it. My wife. I did not kill her. You did I, kill I her. I did kill her. I was not angry at her. I was not mad. I did not intentionally mean to murder my wife. I love my wife with a huge passion, okay? We are young. We have not been together that long, and I understand that. And everybody does not fucking like that. And they don't like seeing a young couple be like that, okay? But I do love my wife. And I've never had a problem with her that was major. I've never wanted to hurt her in any way that I've never put my hand on her, okay? And I would never want to do that ever. And today, 
Especially, I did not, nothing wanted to happen to her, okay? I made love to her when I got home, and she wanted to relax, and I said, I wanted to relax. So I watched a movie, and she was on working, okay? One thing led to another, I'm fucking not even thinking straight, clearing a weapon, and it goes off, and it strikes my No, heart. you pulled the trigger. It didn't just go off. Skylar, you pulled the I trigger, pulled the trigger oriented at your wife. I understand, I understand that. That's the part we don't understand. That's the one piece that you're not making. I don't understand it myself. I don't understand why I took that weapon. I don't understand why I decided that I need to put that fucker on, or on fire and just fire right there and have it up in my fucking chest when I was firing it. I don't know why the fuck I did that. I'm a fucking idiot for doing that. I know fucking that, and that's fucked. I know that, I, that when I, I, yeah. I know I'm a fucking idiot for doing that, and I was thinking I wasn't thinking fucking straight, but I'm not intentionally meaning to shoot my wife. Okay, the direction of the weapon was towards her, but I did not intentionally mean for that to hit her. I don't, I don't know if you're trying to accuse me of killing. I, I understand I well, killed kill my her. wife. I killed my fucking wife. Okay, I killed my wife. You're not going to get an argument here. I'm just trying to figure out why. That's what our job is. My partner and I are trying to figure out why you killed your wife. We already know you killed her. And we can't fix that. But what we can do is get to the bottom of why. So she can rest in peace. She deserves that. She does. Mm -hmm. You're right, Scott. You're right. She deserves that. And you and you deserve to give her that. She's she going to and people are going to want to know the answers of why. Not just us, her family, your her family. sisters, your family. Yeah. They're going to want to know why Skyler would do this. Or do they know already? My wife has met my entire family, I think is, as far as anybody I can meet, that's worth meeting. And they all love her. And she loves them. And I'm happy for that. And you can call my grandparents, my father's side, you can call my grandma, my mother's side, you can call my mom. I guess I get all that. You're, we're we're not doubting your love for your wife. But what, what you're not getting the grip of the grasp of is that... If yeah, there I, was something wrong, that I would you, do something. If you did something like this, if you did it because you were pissed off, and you did it, you need to set it, set it now because yeah. I'm not sure what the prosecutor is going to do at this point right now because this whole huge gap right here, it's not looking really fucking good. So I'm trying to figure that out so mm -hmm. I can present the best case to our boss. He and my partner and I can sit there and we can present this to our boss and our yeah. boss can dictate where it goes from there, how we do, what we do next. And, and the whole thing is, Skylar, i got to have as much information as possible. I, if I, we go in there right now and, and lay this out with that big fucking gaping hole is why you did this. Yeah. It doesn't look good for you. Especially the fact that you altered the scene. You, you poured down uh, liquor down the sink. You kicked magazines underneath the bed and you threw a gun in the closet. You flushed the toilet twice. Not once. So that, that means that the fucking bowl had to fill back up with water before you could flush it the second time to get rid of that. Because There's I think, a of paper in the I think whatever. But the, my point is, I think that you're so worried about being a professional. So, can't you say it now? I'm so frustrated. 
uh, army dude that you don't uh, um, that's what's on your mind not the fact that your wife's laying in the office that's where the blood came from when you went back in there right I went back in there and I, I but you didn't have blood on you you didn't have blood on you when you opened up the fucking door for your neighbor you had no blood on you and then it was on my hands and then you went back in there and you and then you had some on your shirt minimal and I, I tell you I can't count how many uh, homicides and suicides that I've been on where people have been shot in the head. What little bit of blood you got on your clothes is minimal. Minimal. So did you pick her up and you hug her? Or did you I, try? I went, because if you did that, you'd have a lot of blood on no, your side. I went like this. She, I wrapped, put my hand on the right side of her head and I put it to my chest and I wrapped my arm around her. And I guess there just wasn't that much blood or what, but I put my right hand, my right hand on the right side of her head. I put it to my chest and I started saying her name. And she, there was no reaction, no movement, no nothing. I immediately put her down, and I couldn't be in, I couldn't be in there anymore. I saw the, because I looked down. You couldn't drag me away if it was my wife. CPR, her breathing for her. Whole compression to her head, just trying to stop the bleeding. I mean, they, you've gone through CPR, first aid training, right? Mediocre ones, I guess. Mediocre ones, but combat level training, right? How to put a tourniquet on, how to help a fallen soldier who's been She hit. was shot in the back of the head. You could put a tourniquet, I get that, right? But you left her. You ran out and you hid evidence. That don't make sense, man. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Fill in the blanks. It makes sense to you. You know. I think I don't know immediately. I must have just thought, "Oh my God, what the fuck just happened?" And I just thought of everything wrong that just happened with me. And wrong. What do you mean wrong? Every everything that I've done wrong. One. Obviously, the major one. Two, me with the weapon. Three, you know, I had alcohol in my kitchen. And then I don't know what kicked me, but I was just like. You I don't know why I felt like I needed to cover but I, I wasn't trying to cover up the fact that I did what I did, but. You moved magazines from a fucking rifle. You threw a rifle in the... The magazine the wasn't in the rifle. All it, okay, I'm just saying. I'm just telling you what... The initial area. Yeah, absolutely. And you flushed alcohol down the toilet not once, twice. Two times. It seems to me like you're more concerned about cleaning the apartment and putting things away than you were about your wife who just got shot in the back of the head. Or more concerned about your military career than a 19-year-old girl that had been shot in the back of the head, like my father said. It seems like you had limited or minimal concern about her. It's more like, ah, damn, now what do I do? And in the beginning of our conversation, I didn't count after six, but you said, what happened to me? Look what happened to me. Why did this happen to me? Well, Skylar, you're sitting right here. Your heart's pumping. Your brain's working. Your wife isn't. It happened to her. You did it. But it happened to her. Tell me why it happened to her, Skylar. Because I'm a fuck up. 
You fucked up. There's no two ways about it. But why did you fuck up? Were you were you pissed off? Were the rage was to the point that you just said, "This is it. I'm mad because you didn't do this or you did that." Or you're talking to that guy. Was it out of rage, man? That makes sense. Like my partner said, his detective said, it makes sense. We understand rage. We absolutely do. Most of the time, you can understand homicide. But when you leave a big fucking hole, I can't understand that. And she gets no rest until you come forth and tell the truth. I wasn't angry at her. And I wasn't looking for revenge in any way. I wasn't... Uh, I wasn't looking... I wasn't intentionally looking to harm her in any way. I wasn't looking for revenge. I wasn't mad at her. I wasn't insinuating that she was talking to another man. None of that was in my head. The only time I ever, I, I didn't even think about her being with another man. I just thought, earlier in the day when I asked her about her coworkers, I asked her if everybody was nice and if anybody hits on you or anything, or are they all nice to you and appropriate? So that's, that's the farthest I got with that. See, that's kind of okay. Here's this precious creature given to you by God to be your wife that you love above no other. Is that, is that what I understand? Yeah. This is your wife. You love her. Yeah. Why point a gun at the back of her head, shoulder that weapon, and pull the trigger? This is a precious creature. This is your wife. This is the love of your life. And then you tell us, well, I loved her. I, uh, I wasn't mad at her. There's no other guy. You see where we're at? It doesn't I, I make sense. I, you guys don't understand. Yeah, I understand where I look like a fucking... I understand. And we're going to find things out. This is just the beginning. We're going to start digging. We're going to dig in the computers. We're going to talk to neighbors. And some neighbors have already said they've heard you arguing in the past, not today, but in the past they've heard arguing coming from your apartment. What were those arguments about? I don't even remember the last argument. What was your last argument about? What do you guys argue about? There's usually money. No, we usually don't argue about money. Bills and infidelity. We usually don't work. I don't think we've ever really had a really big argument about financial. What does need for make a month? $1,136.98 every two weeks. And then I get my rent automatically paid. For BAQ, I guess we'll be that. Um, every month, I'm giving, I'm giving about $1,000, a little over $1,200. Age, which is just for rent, and I that's set up as an allotment, and I get to keep the rest of it. So I keep about a little less than three hundred dollars of that because my rent's only about nine twenty. All right. What's the so? I'm oh, sorry. Rick, what's the combo to your save? The combination to your save. Um, two pound. Yeah. So it's an electronic yeah. keypad. Two uh, you, six. Have to, you have to do it slower or else it'll lock you out. Okay, so two. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, with that in mind, with a little bit of money that you're making, thousand bucks a month plus a three hundred on top of the VA. Plus, can I get my actual actual base bed? Right. How do you afford fourteen guns? 
I'm a gun guy. Yeah. I make a little bit more money than that. Uh, I can't afford 14 guns just to have 14 guns. Over time, I've gotten them. Um, one, two, four. I got my grandpa died, and I got some of them as um, mm-hmm. as they were handed down to me. Do you have a key for the safe too? There is no key. There is no key for it. No. Does it, you don't have a backup? Yeah, it's got a code on there, and then there's a way to reset it with a, with this like. It's a key. If you turn it, you can reset, but you don't program your own. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. Okay, but there's no like manual key. It's, so yeah. if the power goes out, you just. It's you, a battery. You don't change you the can, battery. You just change the battery. Oh, okay. And then okay. you can change okay. the key code by opening the safe, and you can change it like that when it's open. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but. So with those six pistols that you have. You initially said some of those aren't yours. Are they soldiers? One, one of them isn't mine. One of them, a, a friend that I have that works in the same, he's in the same platoon I have, he bought that a couple months ago legally. Legally or? Le- legally. Mm-hmm. All these are legal. They're all legal handguns. And but why are you at that night, uh, you're 20, 20 years old, you have them, are you keeping them off post? Does everybody on post know you have them? You give your list only like two or three of my friends because I'm not talking about friends, I'm talking about your command. I'm sure you have the list all weapons owned. No, 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 you don't. Um, I did two of them because I want sometimes I want to go to a range they have on post just to go shoot on the range, and it was. Just a bolt action rifle and a semi automatic like scope rifle for like. But none of your pistols because you can't have a pistol? Or can you have a pistol? No, I can, I'm allowed to have a pistol. Okay. But um, I just didn't do it because I don't really shoot my pistols that often. Um, but um, there's a 44 Magnum that I got handed. I'm more concerned with the 556 that went through your wife's head. Where did you buy that? I legally bought that from Tactical Taylor on exit 124. Tactical Taylor or Surplus Sam One Arms, the one behind it? The one behind it. Yeah, Surplus Arms. Uh, yeah. Do you remember how long you bought that? I bought that in beginning of December, end of November last year because Christmas is late December and her birthday is early, early January, so usually like in December I'll just get her some stuff then. So was it a gift for her? Yeah, I got it for her birthday hmm. because she wanted a she wanted a rifle to go shoot a target. Did you teach her how to use a weapon? Yeah. How to secure it, how to make it safe? Yeah, but she, I didn't take her good, I wouldn't put her to go shoot it maybe like Three or four times. Yeah, I mean, you took her took the time, showed the punches, her out of clear it. Yeah, and then I, one of my friends did the same thing with her, helped her out. Okay. Let's take a break. Yeah. Good. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Anything besides anything besides water or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Any bar or anything? 
Yeah. What's the uh, recorder still on? What's the uh, um, your wife's uh, maiden name? First, her um, maiden name is Tara um, Danielle Ripion Bolton. Okay. Oh, you still? No, no, I got it right here in front of me. Did the um, there was a bill in the house for uh, a receipt rather for a dozen roses from Safeway that was dated yesterday. Um, when I picked her up, she said one of her co-workers' um, wife or whatever, they're having a bad day or something like that, so she bought a dozen roses for his wife, or his, her co-worker's wife. That's just what she told me. She bought a dozen roses for a co-worker's wife? Yeah. So she pretty, I think they knew each other because she goes to the office and knows what she so said. She's pretty close to where they would hang out, maybe they'd come over to the apartment, she'd go over to their house. Is it, is it a type yeah. of friendship? I've never met him before. Um, well, but have you, has she ever talked about it? Hey, you know, co what's, no, it, what's I, the co-worker's name? Did she mention the co-worker's name? No. Um, no. No? So she didn't say, well, like, Because she got, when she got me that, um, the cinnamon alcohol, I asked her where she got it from, and she said, um, a co-worker. Well, a, a guy that's he, a co-worker. He's my co-worker, and if his wife wasn't feeling good, I brought her a dozen roses, and I was telling you about it. I said, yeah, I got, uh, Todd's wife is a co-worker of mine. Yeah, I got Todd's so wife that does the roses. So. Yeah. Did she mention his first name? No, I remember his first name. No? No. How would you say it? Yeah, I know. If, 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 I know his wife. If, if she wasn't feeling good and I bought her roses, we, we've known each other for 10 years, worked together a long time, uh, more than 10 years now, um, I think he'd be mad at me. He'd be kind of, a, a, you know, if I didn't say, if I didn't go up and say, uh, Rick, I bought your wife, I know she's having a bad day, so I, I sent her a dozen roses, mm -hmm. you know, he'd look at me like, what the fuck are you sending my wife roses for? Where'd she buy the roses from? Safeway? Well, that's what the receipt says. Yeah. But I'm not saying that she bought them, I'm saying there's a receipt in the house for a dozen roses, but you know what's not in the house? What? A dozen roses. Yeah, well, I just, I couldn't, I mean, I didn't buy them, I just got an attention. Well, I know you didn't buy them. Who's Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton's the guy, he's dead. He's dead. So, how does he still have a Safeway Club card then? I don't know, he, she just must still use the number or something. He died in... Is that the one that was not around much? No, her, that's her actual, her real dad was not around much and I don't remember his name. I haven't met him. Well that was a stepdad. Was yeah, stepdad. Her stepdad Michael was uh How long did he pass away? It was um it was a week before Thanksgiving last year, so almost a year ago. Yeah it's almost been eleven months ago. But um, yeah, so she asked her where she got the alcohol from. She said co-worker, and then she said uh, I also got his or like his. They just had a. She said they just had a baby, 
and she's been stressed out lately and yeah she's been stressed out lately so Danielle my wife thought it'd be nice to buy her some roses so she's worked at this place for six weeks roughly mostly from home mm -hmm. goes to the office sometimes a co-worker a male co-worker his wife is stressed out so she sends her or brings her flowers yeah, that's what I got from it. That's what she told me. So she's got to be pretty having pretty intimate uh, conversations with this guy to know that it's, you know, about his, his personal life. Because there's not a lot of people, like, I'm, I'm not going to share my personal life with a lot of people, you know, but for a, for a woman and a guy to sit down and talk and find out that his wife's dressed out. I mean, I mean she's nice like that, too. Though. Yeah, like, but I mean, that's tearing some pretty intimate details, don't you think? I mean, would you sit down with a strange woman, or not necessarily a strange woman, but another female soldier? Would you sit? Would you sit down with a female soldier and tell her all the problems that are going on in your marriage? No. The only person I talked to like that is probably a chaplain. A chaplain? Yeah. She think it's weird that maybe she was sitting down talking to another guy, giving all the intimate details of your marriage, and learning all the intimate details of his marriage. Yeah, I guess I don't really think that much of it. Um, really? Yeah. You're pretty smart, Scott. Yeah, no, I understand. I thought it was a little strange, but I didn't think much of it because that's... Strange enough to put a gun on the back of her head and pull a trigger? No. No. She's nice like that. Like, she, like, when my friends have... I mean, that's kind of like a, you know, if... if your wife's sharing intimate details with another man, that's kind of a... A trust issue, isn't it? I mean, that's kind of private stuff for husbands and wives, right? I trust my wife. I mean, yeah. Does that does the body that she may have been doing that, and that he was sharing intimate details of his relationship with his wife to and her? Ne never to me. I think that they're sharing intimate details. You don't think so? And then you're out in the field with the guys, and the guys are probably talking stories. I'm sure there's all kinds of horror stories about. What wives do while guys are... It's called a Jody story. Yeah. Jody story, yeah. Jody story all over the place, man. Yeah. And then the mind's a terrible thing. The mind just kind of takes over, kind of becomes, creates its own monster, right? Uh, okay, I understand where you're going with this, but I, I really think, I don't think she did. Okay. I don't think she did. Well, I'm not saying she did either. I'm just trying to figure this out. I'm just I trying to figure out what's that. going on here. I mind. was okay with her not doing it. I was thinking, yeah, she probably didn't do that. But now with the receipt for a dozen roses that aren't in the fucking house, and a co-worker she gave him to her the co-worker's wife um I, that's i now i'm having a hard time with that doesn't seem very believable um yeah i'm kind of suspicious on her part telling you if that's what you're saying but but because i think you're smart i don't think you're stupid am i being gullible then from her? i don't think it's gullible i think you know what it is i think you thought you i think you're thinking the same thing i was i'd be fucking furious i literally didn't remember just like you didn't remember that you had a gun on your fucking shoulder. Yeah. Put your finger on the trigger. She told me when I when I picked her and up. You pulled the trigger. I understand that. But the gun went off. Yes, it did go off. And your wife died. Yeah. And we find a receipt with your wife's Safeway card for a dozen roses for a guy's wife, which doesn't seem too believable. Hey, not talking to the guy's wife yet. 
so there, there may be a, an opportunity to, to figure that one out. But uh, Maybe totally legit. Might be. Sure. Well, hey, well, I'm a suspicious guy because that's why I'm a detective. Say, say maybe before we accuse me of being mad at her because of that subject, can we possibly talk to that person's wife? No, I think that I can probably conclude that you would be pissed off and not gullible. I can well, conclude that without talking about it. This is the woman you love. This is your wife. So you're just coming back from being downrange for three weeks and you're hearing all the Jody stories. So your mind's kind of playing, hang on, hang on, your mind's playing tricks on you, right? And then you come back and there's maybe a few little things here thinking that, oh man, this, maybe this is true, maybe this is happening to me. Man, this can't happen to me. So it's hurtful. Again, this is the woman you love. And if she's cheating on you, how hurtful? What, what more of a hurtful thing can happen to a man? Especially when your whole family loves her and they all know her and stuff. And now you gotta go back and say, oh man, she's cheating on me. No, you're crushed. And then that's when the rage kicks in. The anger. And then bam, the gun goes off, she's dead. I don't want any, but you're not gonna run over and collar. her. You're gonna start cleaning up the apartment. And so you're cleaning up the apartment and you're thinking, oh man, what do I do now? 